This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Rob just got back from a few days of eating deep dish pizza in Chicago. Don't worry. We haven't kicked him off the show for this blatant betrayal. But if he breaks another chair because of his drastic weight gain, he's off the live cast for good. And now, here's the Metal Injection live cast. <laughs> wow, wow, Chuck. What a what an ableist. That was... Oh, what? I don't know. You're not... Being fat isn't a disability, is it? It could be. Depends how fat. Yeah. When when did you break that... Oh, you wait. You, now you're saying you're so fat that you, ha- you uh, qualify as disabled? No, I'm saying... For me to be fat enough to break these reinforced steel chairs that we have. <laughs> the WWE chairs that we're sitting uh, on? I would Those have to be of a weight that would be considered <laughs> oh, uh, this is a very, problem. This is very meta. Yes. <laughs> And also, for the record, I wasn't the only one that broke those chairs. And also, those chairs weighed like five ounces. Yeah, I did break a chair. And too. those chairs were like 30 years old, weren't they? Like your grandmother's chairs that we really? let us use? No, 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 no. These were like IKEA chairs. Like the, They're like very thin. <laughs> it wasn't like the steel chairs. You the know, red ones. when I first... Oh, did I break one of the red ones? Yeah, it, like the legs had bent back. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, then in that specific case, yes, that is a 30-year-old chair. That's a chair that's been in my room since I was a child. So, so yes, that is an old chair. I was going to say when I first got married, uh, you know, Jennifer brought the bed she had from where she lived to our new house. And it was an Ikea bed. Mm-hmm. And we slept. And I had, you know, I had slept over her house before on this bed. But I didn't really think anything of it. But once I started sleeping on it every day, every day we had to get up, lift the mattress. And underneath the mattress was, like, not a bed frame, but, like, these Those weird stacks. fucking, oh, yeah. like, planks. wooden slats. Pla- like, it's tiny planks. Not connected to anything. Like, they don't tie down. They don't right. fucking, like, they just move all over the place. And they kept, like, we kept practically falling out of the fucking bed every night. Mm-hmm. These stupid planks. How do they make, how's, how do they sell beds like that? I used to have a bed from Ikea with the same issue. I guess maybe like the frame warped or something. Yeah. That every so often the mattress would just like collapse through it. And I, was I think that's what it is. It that's just, what was happening. It's just the sustained use. Too much hard fucking. I thought <laughs> it was that's hard oh, fucking. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. I thought it was just my... F- but it would happen even when we didn't have sex. It would just be from hard sleeping. Well, but, but I'm, it's from all those times of the hard sex. I don't... I think it was that, just a that, shitty bed. That, uh... Softened it up. I think it was. But a yes, it was bed. a shitty bed. Sure, because we have hard sex on the current bed, and it's great. It's from Sleepies, which brings us to our first sponsor, IKEA. No, no, uh, <laughs> it's the, it's the Sleepies. It doesn't exist anymore. But it doesn't. It's changed its name. Oh, what is it now? Mattress Firm. Oh, oh that's, I didn't realize. I that didn't was realize. The same. Yeah, which doesn't make a good jingle. You know, trust Sleepies, right? Isn't that so good? Trust Mattress Firm. All the rest of your life. No, it's yeah, I don't know why. And I guess it's the pun. Someone like the pun. The rest of your life. What is it? Mattress no, no. Firm. Oh, well, oh, the mattress, mattress firm because they're a firm. Fuck on the mattress also, firm. firm. <laughs> it won't break like a shitty slat bed from IKEA. That should be there. Fuck it? hard on a mattress firm. <laughs> Do you want to fuck hard? Come to Mattress Firm. Fuck hard. Fuck oh, I hard. thought you were going to say, do you want to fuck hard? Call us at 213-WIDE-NUTS. Yeah. yeah. Well, that too. It's well, the Metal we, Injection Livecast. I don't think I We fuck us. hard, right, guys? We can't promise the oh, hard Oh, hell fucking. yeah. We can't promise I'm the top. Fuck you. 
Jesus Rob's Christ. the mattress top. <laughs> Trust mattress top for a heart fucking. No, that didn't work. I'm sorry. Well, with that, guys, again, I just traveled from Chicago, okay? What does I that can't mean? be completely on right now. I'm still, I'm in a different time did zone. Did you just land today? I did land. Yeah, yeah. I landed oh a few hours ago, actually. Wow. I'm still in the central time zone. Like, are we doing the show early? No. We almost did it late enough where it was yeah. in the central time. <laughs> Thanks for that. But, but for the archive listeners, they don't know. We kind of do that every week, so it's not yeah. really much later than usual. So. Well, yeah, for everyone who is listening on the archive, we should let you know that we're usually live on Tuesdays from 7 to 8 Eastern time. 7 to 9. 7 to 8? We're only 7 to 9 hour. Eastern seven, time. 7 to no 8. No one should check out at 8 o'clock. We're on at 7 Eastern, and we're off at 8 Central. That's what no one You're just Oh, thanks. Confusing yeah, exactly. everyone now. <laughs> uh, but next week, we will not be on, on Tuesday. We're going to be on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And the reason is a special occasion. It is because... Huge news. Huge. The biggest, huge. one of the biggest musicians of all time in heavy metal, most controversial, terrific guy, wonderful. Corpse Grinder. I can't believe George that. Fisher. Wow. Is the his teddy neck bear even going to fit through the door? Uh, well, we'll see next week. He's going to be sitting in on the show for an entire hour. It's going to be awesome. I can't so believe George it. Fisher. Oops. <laughs> And uh, so you can call in and talk to him. He, we're going to be talking to him. Maybe we'll play a little uh, Thrasher Trasher. We'll see. We'll see what we do. You got to tune in. So next week we're on live Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern what time. What is that so we're going to be on time? two days later. <laughs> that would time. be 5 to 7. Wow, you're fast. It's just I can subtract by two. Three. No, three would be Pacific Pacific. West, yeah. <laughs> I'm testing you, Pacific. Sounds like you're... <laughs> I guess it's easier to impress Noah because she can't count or she doesn't. I'm know terrible the at math. I mean, I eventually get it, but I'm just slow at it. Mm-hmm. What was the extent of the math? Like, what level of math did you? Learn when did you check out? Uh, well, I was actually in advanced math, uh, and I took cal like the first part of calculus. Mm-hmm. You took pre-cal. Pre? No, no, I took pre-cal and in eleventh grade, and, and then twelfth grade. Yeah, I took AP calculus, and then I was like, "Wait a minute, I don't need math anymore." Yeah, but you. My but, exact trajectory as well. High five, Noah. But you got through like you got through pre-calculus, so that's like pretty advanced. Like it's not advanced math, but it's like more than the average person knows. I think. Yeah, but I haven't been in high school for many, many years. But you got it. You passed, right? She focused. So how bad can you be? Pretty bad. I think it's just weird. Like, it, there's a societal thing where people just say, I suck at math. And that's like, okay, like, you wouldn't go, oh, I can't fucking read. You know, like, you would never <laughs> go to a party and say, oh, fucking words. <laughs> well, I don't, write think a I don't think that's what you're saying. On the party you're also. just saying it's hard for you to do math in your head. Quickly. Yeah. Like, no, no, I wonder. Like, I was kind of branching off of, from talking about Noah. And right, right. Okay, generally, that's fair. You know? uh, but. Uh, it's okay, Noah. We forgive you for your math sins. Hey, where where I lack in math, I make up in other ways, I guess. With the hard fucking. Hard fucking. <laughs> 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 Are you a hard fucker? Give us a call. Two one three wife nut. <laughs> We're trying that one out this week. Uh, so yeah, I went to Chicago for a few days. I got a few stories I'd like to share. Good. Uh, Steve Harvey. D- oh, I just missed Steve Harvey because he's relocated to LA now. Oh. 
Uh, but I did. So I did a, a little bit of eating, a little bit of local eating. I want to say the highest of compliments to Kuma's Corner, mm-hmm. which is a burger spot. It's actually a corner restaurant. It's not just the name. Nice. And it's a metal theme burger spot. So all the burgers are named after metal bands. And the burgers are insane. So they're all on pretzel buns. Mm. And these aren't any like pussy pretzel buns. Mm. Like, are they like pussy the hard? Pretzel. Sorry. <laughs> no, they're not. Are, are they hard where they cut up the roofs of your mouth? No, 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 no. Like I just feel like. Pussy wood? I feel like sometimes <laughs> with the pretzel buns, they're so airy that like. Pussy? <laughs> that, yeah. that the You're that ju- much of an expert on pretzel buns? Yeah, bro. Well, like, <laughs> well, I mean, a shitty pretzel bun. Like, I felt like I don't. There was a moment when Wendy's had pretzel buns, okay. and it was terrible. It was just like all the meat juice, all the au jus would just soak through. <laughs> That's not au jus. The Wendy's au jus would soak through the the pretzel bread, but like this one, it contained the meat, and we all know we just want the meat. Yeah. <laughs> but so it was a ten ounce burger. So if you end up going, show up hungry, don't fast the entire day, skip breakfast and lunch and have like a, a late lunch, early dinner because you will not want to so eat. So specific. Yes. Yeah. You have to do this. No, Between no. four yes. and six, you must go. Four and six. Four and four, 14. Well, I hear, I hear, I hear that it's, uh, it gets super busy on like the weekends and at night, I can imagine, because it's not that big of a spot. Yeah. Uh, but I went during the day, early in the day, and it was fine. But it was great. So that was amazing. Then I, as a host of the live cast, and because we've spoken so much about hmm. deep dish pizza, pizza and, I, and we've heard from Sean, we've heard from John, uh, John, John, John and Sean, Sean and John, John and, Sean, <laughs> and all of our callers. That's the name of the pizza on, place Rob went to, ironically. Uh, is another one. Yeah. Uh, so I, I needed to try a legitimate Chicago deep dish pizza. And I will say that everybody is correct. Including us, so <laughs> oh good, but mostly Look, us, right? It was better. Be. It wasn't bad. I'm not going to say it was bad. It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, the pepperoni was delicious. The sausage was amazing, and I went to the one that was like the the Chicago deep dish place, Lou uh, Malnati's, I believe is the the name of it. And but what you were saying, Darren, it was not soupy. Mm-hmm. But there was ab- definitely like soupy residue mm. in the tray. It's a, like the consistency is wrong. And I, I, like you said, all right, so it's not, you said it's not bad. I'm okay with that. Like if somebody likes to eat that, that's all right. Well, yeah. So what don't I, call it pizza. Is here's my the objection. thing I can have pizza, uh, reg- New York style pizza, for breakfast, lunch, dinner, right. sometimes all three. Yes. <laughs> agreed. You cannot have this every day. You cannot have. You would die. You would, like, it was almost, almost as filling as the Kuma's. Like, the Kuma's burger was ridiculously filling. This was a notch under it, but still absurdly Well, how filling. much did you have? Of, of like, uh, slight, you can even consider it uh, The suggesting like, serving for two. It was like a small pie, which is a, a serving for two, and I split it with somebody. So. Oh, I thought you just eat as a two-person serving. No, 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 because I didn't want to... I was had the Kuma's burger the day before, and I'm like, all right, you know what? Let me trust the serving. Let me not... So I have... So did you eat... And even that was like a lot. 
Yeah, you have to eat it with a fork and a knife. Oh. You can't. It's not. Yeah. You can't. There's bullshit. nothing to fold. It's a cake. You're eating a, a savory cake. You're eating a savory cake. It's a pot pie, essentially, you know, mm-hmm. without the top. But the Open crust pot pie. was insanely good. It was a butter crust. Mm. It was it was like I I hope that they sell appetizer like butter crust breadsticks. because I would dip those. I just want that <laughs> as like a snack because okay. it's so good. Uh, but it's not. It, it's like a special occasion. Like you can't do it, like New York style pizza anytime, anywhere. You could pick it up and walk down the street. You can't pick this up and walk. Also, you have to wait half an hour for it to be made. It takes that long? Yeah. Jesus Christ. So not worth just, the wait. Not it was. It was worth the wait. It's like a, once, again, once. Yeah. I'm not gonna go. So then, like the the inside, it's all uh, just like sauce, basically. Right? Yeah. Cheese. Lots of cheese. Ugh. Like a lo- like crazy amounts of cheese. So it's yeah, it's it's a cheese and tomato pie. Yeah. I guess that is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. You identified the ingredients. I'm glad we could all be on this journey together, you guys and me. <laughs> How good are you at math? I'm pretty good. Awesome. I'm pretty good at math in my head. Because I'm good at the I feel like uh to get good at math. I'm not going to go too deep into this, but you have to come up with shortcuts for adding and subtracting. Right. Like working off a 10 and a 5, because that's mm-hmm. the easiest math to do, I, I feel. And then you just remember, uh, what, it's just memory. You just described Common Core, which for some reason people hate. Yeah, I heard all that. I, <laughs> I, you know, I was totally out of the school system by Common Core, and I remember hearing like this big hoopla about it, and I didn't understand what it was. And then I went and did some Common Core things, and I was like, this actually makes perfect sense. What, yes. what are they talking about? It's Listen, just uh, and uh, right in line with everything else. Trump hates it, so it's well. Good. I'm sure he's terrible at that. <laughs> it's it, it's less about memorization mm-hmm. and more about just teaching you like problem solving, uh, right. figuring out quick ways to get. He to doesn't this. want society to figure out problems. <laughs> it's applied math, so it's like yeah. if you. Well, we want to get want to get into it. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to get into it. But anyway, so that and I didn't get like a, a classic Chicago. Like I got a Chicago hot dog at the airport. Okay, but it was like a Chicago theme. I forget the name of the place, but it was a Chicago theme place. It wasn't just like. So it was. We had like the pepper. And yes, the, the and that was stuff. amazing. Yeah, that those. I'm on those board for, and that I could have every day. Yeah, and what's interesting is that uh, I think there is a like my dad would make. My uh, dad, my dad <laughs> would make Persian style hot dogs, which was kind of a similar thing, but he would also add uh, parsley to it. So, what would be the all the toppings? Give me uh, it would down. be pickles, tomatoes. Mm. Uh, he would put onions. I wouldn't want the onions, and then the parsley. Interesting. And it's essentially the a regular food. bun, regular whatever. Oh no, it was like a hero to- bun. Oh. Uh, and then, like, he would slice the hot dog in half oh. and, like, put, like, double sack it. I was mm. going to ask if maybe he put two hot dogs in there. Yeah. As a hero slice. Yeah, yeah. But also, sli- you got to slice it in half. So it's, I guess he ch- it really was a Chicago-style dog. I'm all about it. So that was good. Maybe now, is I your wanna- dad possibly from Chicago and he's been lying to you this whole time? <laughs> I, I don't know. We got to check with Uncle Fazel. Get his papers. What's he up to? Uncle Fazel. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Gianna. Wait, I forget. Which one is Uncle Fazel? I don't know. He's Fazel's the them. Persian one. Yeah. Well, then he's dead. <laughs> no, Gianna is, has passed away. Both of my uncles <laughs> You're are telling dead. Rob which of his relatives are dead. 
<laughs> Honestly, I trust you to know better than Rob, so that actually works. I have no living un- uncles. I have a few living aunts who I've never met. Why not? Because they live, in, they live in Iran. He's too busy <laughs> stretching his balls out. And I have not. You could just write them a note on your stretched balls and stretch uh, them all the way out to Iran. He's <laughs> 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 just not selling that line. No. I think we need you. to move on from the stretch balls. And I would like to mention, since we don't Our have Our phone guess, number is wide nut. Uh, it's wife nut. Here's, here, here's what I want to say, what are you though. About? We don't have to mention it. Every time we have a guest, I feel like you guys. Like, also, it's okay, I, we can go one or two. When guests you say we, a, usually it's you. No, it's you guys making a joke, and then me being like, mm. "All right, I guess I have to explain this because they don't. They're not. Uh, they're not familiar with my. So balls. don't make that joke. Which one of us was that serious with you when you were guest hosting the Opie show? How long ago was that? I don't know, man. That you, was you a year ago. You, you're still. You set your brand in place. On. Let's move on, Sid. That's all I'm so saying. So you're not doing it anymore. I do it all the time. It's not like <laughs> you have it. We'll move on when you, you move on. Do you How masturbate, Sid? Sure. Okay. So do you like? I'm not gonna. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to know. No, let's ask. Well, what were you gonna say? Do yeah. you not like caress yourself when you masturbate? Not sometimes? my nuts. I don't touch my nuts. <laughs> caress okay, yourself. But like you would like pat myself on the shoulder, loving embrace style. You've you? never like played with your nipples while you masturbate? No. I have my shirt. Oh, You're missing out. I'm not hanging out shirtless. I get hair everywhere. What's wrong with this you? This is going the shirt? opposite direction yeah. from where Rob wants yeah. to be. Yeah. Uh, breaking. Hey. Rob also touches nipples while massaging balls. <laughs> what hand is holding you your guys? Dick? You guys. No. His, his hands are I holding his say, nuts. You guys are nips. such. <laughs> Prudes, <laughs> it's ridiculous. The, the dick never enters into it. I don't think he even comes when he's, he's doing like, it. It's like no, I'm doing this as I masturbate. I have two hands. One's on the dick. The other one's okay. on the ball. Sometimes that on a nipple. So which do you let go of to touch the nipple? <laughs> no, he, he uses. I alternate between balls and nipple. Is what I'm. So saying. always a hand is on the dick. Well, of then, course. I don't know. Maybe take a break. I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no. He stretches his ball to his. You are a prude. Is there a specific <laughs> hand for each job? <laughs> or do you? Are you? Or which you know, typically, uh, well, I'm a I am a righty. Are you so typically the right hand on the on the dick? But I am I am whack sedextrous. Oh whack me dextrous. So you jerk yeah, off right. left handed and right handed? Like I'll switch off. Yeah. Wow. I learned when I like. Uh, <laughs> Oh, when I talked about this on the show. Yeah, like I, I broke my hand and like I that. <laughs> it, it taught myself how to built up the wrist strength. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I, uh, if I haven't already asked this, then Go I'm ashamed of myself for not asking it. But I feel I'll ask now. Have you ever been masturbating and updating metal injection at the same time? No. You never multitask like no. that? Have you no. Ever, multitasking. Right. Have you ever updated metal injection and got turned on by something so much <laughs> that you had to stop? And start masturbating. No. Okay. So work is separate. also yeah. Like I don't really uh, uh, masturbate that much. I try. I've tried to. You cut know down what Rob it. does do what? while he's at home? Oh, this is <laughs> <laughs> this is a transition. What? Rob loves to cook since oh. he works from home. I do. Yeah, and uh, I love cooking with HelloFresh. HelloFresh is the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun. So you can focus on the whole experience and not just the final plate. And I have to tell you, the recipes are easy. And each week they create new delicious recipes, types of food that I would never think to make myself. I would just be making like mac and cheese or whatever, you know, some instant thing. But these are fresh ingredients 
And these recipes are step-by-step designed, and they only take like 30 minutes, and anyone can do it. I am not a cook, but if you're a seasoned home cook, you can learn some new tips on on different ways to season certain sides. And if you're like us who, you know, you're not really uh, an experienced cook, you can follow the step-by-step instructions. Yeah, and the best part... You know, like when you're making a fancy meal like this is, you know, you got to go and you got to buy a whole pound of a certain vegetable or something. Mm -hmm. And you only need like a, you know, a little bit like a a, an ounce. I can't tell you without HelloFresh, there's like my refrigerator is full of like baggies of like a half a pound of a cucumber and a zucchini. Exactly. And you end up throwing most of that out. Uh, but what's great is, you know, not only does HelloFresh source the freshest ingredients, they're measured to exact quantities, so there's no food waste, and their packaging is excellent. It's it's very uh, thoughtful in terms of you know carbon footprint. It's very it's mostly paper based. So I was into the packaging, and the food was insane. There was this like soy uh, sesame shrimp oh. meal and. And I want to mention this. For the shrimp was very fresh. <laughs> and they took the time to clean it. There was no, mm, no, no tails. Yeah. No no shrimp duty. No shrimp duty. No it beans. was the cleanest shrimp I've ever I've ever had. That was amazing. There were these really good beef tacos. And there was this really good creamy chicken. On top of rice, and the way they, they they suggested to season the rice, I'm just gonna always season my rice that way because it was so good. A little bit of cilantro in there, throw a little mm. bit of cilantro, and it's a nice, it's a nice little little kick. Yeah, nice and, accent. There, and man. I gotta tell you, the portions are great. You don't hate yourself after eating, but you're also full. Mm. And HelloFresh is now offering light fall meals, and they've just introduced breakfast options. Delicious ingredients you'll love to eat. Simple recipes you'll lo- live to cook. You can get cooking for less than $10 a meal. And right now we have a special offer for $30 off your first week of deliveries. All you got to do, you got to visit HelloFresh.com and enter the code MetalInjection30 when you subscribe. And that gives you $30 off your first week of deliveries. You can get some good stuff there from HelloFresh. <clears throat> right on So I was in Chicago And uh, I went for a wedding It was a friend's wedding They got married on their anniversary Which ended up being a Tuesday hmm. That's what I did the, the anniversary of the meeting you mean? Uh, their first date anniversary oh, okay. Yeah which is just now their anniversary It's just kind of what purpose. we did But we missed yeah. it by a little bit It was like the same month though mm-hmm. Well so It was a two day trip I didn't want to you know go. To, I just went to LA so I don't want to take too much time off of work because I do have a job. I'm one of the co-owners of Metal Injection. That's right. (laughs) I haven't fired you yet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But because it was only a two-day trip, I kind of was like, oh, instead of getting some shithole, let me like fancy it up a little bit and uh, uh, get a nice hotel. Oh, I didn't know this. And uh, so I stayed, I guess, in the downtown area of Chicago. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago And, and uh, I just like saying it the way Russian people say it Chicago Is that a thing? I didn't know that That's just Chicago. how I want Chicago Chicago <laughs> Very nice uh, They don't say Chicago They say Chicago uh, But uh, So I stayed at the W Hotel Oh Now That's a little backstory Owned by George Bush Yep <laughs> No it is not It is owned by this fucking gross conglomerate Starwood who when I worked at a web design company uh, 
our like base funding was essentially updating their corporate catalog of websites. So it's okay. just this series of hotels like Sheridan or whatever. And I just remember like updating hotel pages for third world countries, like these really fancy hotels in Cambodia. Oh, and like, sex tourism. Ju- mm. It was just like, I was like, oh, this is so, dis-. I felt so dirty. And at the time I was like, I'm never going to stay at one of these hotels. By the way, Starwood uh, Hotels is known for their babe of the day on their website. <laughs> <laughs> Little known fact. That's why they're so big in Cambodia. And so, uh, but the rate was so good that I'm like, whatever, I'll, I'll try it out. But I now will say with certainty that I will never stay at one of their hotels again. So the W Hotel is their, they have a few different brands. And mm-hmm. the W is like their hip young person brand. Okay. And so it, how about they let you in? You don't fit either of those categories. Well, they'll Get take your here. money. They'll oh, take yeah, your money. Fair. But like the vibe there, they have like a fancy lobby. They're like, it doesn't look like a shithole, but it's really still a shithole. You went to the really? manager like, excuse me, sir, but I live in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. I can tell you a few <laughs> things about hip and young. Exactly. <laughs> well, it was it was such self-parody. To, I brought some Uh-oh. some pamphlets because we got it. Oh, no. So Okay, so this is, so the rate that I got. Did you steal shampoo for were, us? <laughs> not Soap. Uh, but the uh, the show the the soaps were great. <laughs> All right, they, they were very moisturizing and they they smelled wonderful. They were great. That was a good <laughs> so part. There you go. And uh, Rob demanded those. He said, "I come from one one two zero six and I run the world." <laughs> well, I, for the prices they charge, I would I would hope so. So this is a I did not spend this much, but this is like a four hundred four fifty a night hotel, mm-hmm. which is insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming the clientele is either like the top 10% of you know rich people mm-hmm. or uh, corporate accounts. Yeah, you know? it's drug money. It's, yeah, mostly, it's mostly corporate yeah. accounts. But the prices they have are absurd. First of all, there wasn't even free Wi-Fi. It was $15 a day what? for Wi-Fi, wow. which is like, come on, are you kidding? You're already charging That's so much. Yeah. Because they can just charge bill it to the companies. They don't give a shit. Um, That's a rounding error, you know. So I stayed at a W in West Hollywood, but I did it through Priceline. So I paid like a hundred bucks for something that was five hundred dollars. Take that, Rob. That was, it was but essentially. What they similar. do is they take a five hundred dollar deposit when you check in. Did they do that to you? Uh, I'm did not you sure. Do that? I didn't check my. And then, <laughs> Rob so, can't be bothered for five years. Yeah. So two things that I remember. Wait, from the uh, hotel. but they gave it back to you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah after yeah. the stay, but it's still like they're holding. 500 bucks. So two things that I remember. One, the peephole was diamond encrusted, which was ridiculous. Right, Fake okay. diamonds, whatever. And then like the toilet is basically like in the center of the room and it, like you can like see into it. Wait. We, I, I also, uh, I had a very weird bathroom situation as well. It was like a railroad setup. So you walk in and, you know, there's a partition. And on the other side of the partition is the bathroom. So the toilet is at the end of it. Then there's the sink. All like in a row. And then the shower was just, there was no tub. It was just it's a like floor. A yeah. And you just kind of close it. So like it was one so continuous weird. floor on the bathroom. <laughs> And then, you know, the the bed. And, and uh, so uh, the branding is absurd. The gym is called Fit. The pool is called Wet. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then, so they have these pamphlets for spa services. Okay. Oh, boy. Like a let, sh- let me just grab it. Okay. 
Banya. <laughs> Banya. I also uh, looking at the room service thing. A pot of coffee, ten dollars. Yeah, well, the room service is always ridiculously yeah. expensive. Ten dollars for a pot of coffee. That's, That's probably anywhere. great coffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the coffee is called Perk. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> so the pamphlet says busy de- detoxing. Ready for next level detoxing? This is a live read. <laughs> w Hotels partnered with IV Me Chicago. Chicago. To provide exclusive hydration therapy treatment. Okay. So these are IV in room. What? IV oh. drips. What? <laughs> what? Jesus Christ. IV Me Chicago Hydration Therapy utilizes a common, minimally invasive procedure oh. to intravenously deliver fluids, medications, <laughs> vitamins, and other nutritional supplements directly into your bloodstream to provide relief for a multitude of common ailments Man. associated with the accumulative effects of dehydration. If, if Seth Putnam had this on tour, he might still be with us today. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so one of them, the... the one of them is called Detox. Uh, we will determine your needs. And then there's Fuel Your Fitness. For recovery after a grueling event, tough race, or killer workout can also be beneficial to a long-endurance event such as a marathon or a triathlon. Recover or prepare for extreme exercise like the pros. Or maybe I, was, a- yeah, I like to run a marathon when I'm on vacation. <laughs> or so, maybe after well, you eat so much of like the deep dish pizza. Oh, my God. It's oh my God. from the salt. That's a triathlon I would see where part of it is eating deep dish and then there's a marathon portion. What if you're like... Well, there's one called One Too Many. After oh. a great <laughs> night out, don't let your next day go to waste. The aches, nausea, and general toxic feeling of the dreaded hangover is now a thing of the past this iv will let you tr- uh, will get you back on your feet and back to yourself in less than an hour what if you're like chris christie or something oh. you just can you get the iv to put the deep dish into your yeah, veins it's that like one? ranch dressing how much do you guys think that costs uh 550 one treatment yes i'm gonna i'm gonna go 450 i'm gonna say 300 no is the closest. There was two. Everything is between two seven, two fifty, and the the most expensive is three ten. I was considering bidding a dollar for a sinus drip. What do a I sinus win? Sinus drip. No, we all went over, so we all lost. No, I was under. You get one of those treatments. Give us, your, give Rob your arm. He's gonna poke you. Except Rob only has heroin to put in. You'll take arm. it. A toasted bagel with cream cheese, fourteen dollars. What? <laughs> Damn. Omelets, eighteen dollars. Mm, delicious. Well, if the bagel is fourteen, then the omelet should probably be thirty. So that's yeah. a bargain omelet compared to the bagel. Irish steel cut oatmeal, twelve dollars. What does it mean? I see that all the time now. Steel cut. What does that actually mean? I think it's just the type of way it's. They created. cut it with steel. I don't know. Is that better? Then I like, think it's I like it's uh, it. more like pure. So there's, there's metal toxins. Less flavor. Ugh. Steel oh, cut omelet? No. Oatmeal. <laughs> oatmeal. oatmeal. Okay. <clears throat> and then there's... Well, I just wanted to read that. But so the thing is, though, it was clear that uh, this place used to be a dump. They just put up some wood paneling. It's a dump. Oh, yeah, it's some, like, like... That's Chinese the thing stuff. that like really bothered me about it. It's like it was no... It wasn't twice as good as like a three-star... Like a Ramada, you know? 
It's just they put a little wood paneling and some fancy paint and a nice little lobby, and they think they can charge $450 a night? Some some people just like to pay for the name, which I don't understand. And it's such, but like, I couldn't believe there was no refrigerator in the room. You had to request that. There wasn't like coffee in the room yet like these common things that you just expect what about towels but there were mints no there was towels the towels they had I was gonna say how do you dry your ass (laughs) there was a bidet no no (laughs) (laughs) no I mean from the shower not from shitting was there a bidet there was not a bidet oh my god so I was at the Ritz uh, last week I was babysitting my nephew and why I didn't take a picture, I don't know. But the bath, like the the toilet. Wait, why is your nephew at the Ritz? <laughs> because his parents were like had a night uh, out on the town in mm-hmm. the city, and yeah, I was babysitting him. I was gonna say, all right. So the toilet. Wait, I'm, you mean the Ritz Carlton Hotel? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the Ritz. The Ritz Cracker Factory. Yeah. <laughs> so the Vincy toilet Caucus. had a hose. And that, like, I've never seen a bidet that way. It's just like a hose from the tank, and you can push the button, and it just, psst, just like spritzes your ass. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Well, the hose, I never heard of that. I, n- I never heard of the hose. I always, like, had it come from, like, the, the toilet, or it was, like, a whole, like, separate unit. <laughs> a unit for your unit. <laughs> yeah. No, I've seen, I've seen it both ways. <sighs> Rob's seen a lot of things. It just seems like something that's so clearly simple. way more than you, you friggin' brood. Is there anything um, that um, holds down your nipple while you're masturbating, <laughs> jerking off? It reaches around. They make they make nipple clamps. It's I like one of those reacher grabbers. It just comes around and grabs some of your tit meat. Rob, Rob just takes his like nothing well, wrong with a little tit meat grabbing. Rob Folks, we want to hear about your tit meat stories. Yeah. 213 Wife Nut. Sorry, what were you saying, Noah? I was going to say that you actually are very resourceful. You're like a MacGyver because you take the coat hangers <laughs> with the clips and you <laughs> clamp those on your nipples. No, no, that's too Did the much. W have coat that. hangers? <laughs> <laughs> 847. That wasn't a yes. Are you into the nipple play? What's up? This is Leroy. I'm into playing with nipples. There we go. He what plays with, with your. How about your nipples being played with? Uh, no, I never really had it happen though. Try it out. Ask your wife. She seems open to sexual. Things. What do you know of her? The fuck? How dare you? She's, what? She seems open I, to sexual. I, I mean, I don't know. Just yeah, I'm not offended by it. Don't worry, Rob. <laughs> you should worry. There you go. I, ask her to try it out. Be like, hey, honey, like my nipple. Give it a little nibble. You might like it. A nibble nibble? You make it sound so enticing. Yeah. It's nice. Give it a little nibble. Give it a little nibble. Say it like Rob. Say it like that. Like eat eat the bunker. You know what? Call Rob and have him say it to her. (laughs) I'm down. So what's up, Leroy? Uh, Nothing, man. I didn't know you went to Chicago. Did you talk about that already? uh, Yes, I just talked about it. (laughs) But do you have any questions? Uh, uh, well, I, did you have any hot dogs? I did have a Chicago-style hot dog, and I enjoyed it. Where would you get it from? The airport. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like I forget. But it was like a, it wasn't just a generic. It was like a Chicago spot. But whatever. I mean, I get it. Yeah, but it was from O'Hare. Yeah. No, you don't get it. You gotta go to Superdog to get your Chicago-style hot dog. 
I get it. Rob, go back. Yeah. You have to go back. <laughs> I didn't have time. I'm sorry. You're right. But now, now all our listeners know where to go. Um, I also wanted to ask you uh, your thoughts on that Fred Durst taproot thing. So there was a voicemail that Fred Durst left taproot like 15 years ago when they dissed him. What do you mean, my thoughts? Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't. Did you guys write an article about it? Or did I read on Metal Sucks? I can't remember. Uh, both of us know. Like they like. Uh, I read it on Lamb Goat, actually. <laughs> well, then I. I mean, I guess you didn't read it on Metal Injection because I gave my thoughts in the article. Right. Oh. Well, <laughs> Are you now going to check to see if you gave your right, thoughts? Though. Huh. Fred Durst was right that the band ended up being a total flop. They had one hit single that was huge, and then after that, they did nothing. What was their so hit single? Signed with him. I mean, who's to say that they wouldn't have been a flop if they signed with him as well? Yeah, they're garbage. They're well, they're, they're terrible. They're third wave new metal. Yeah, but look at all the bands that he signed. Where are all those bands? Where's Cold? Where's Puddle of Mud? Like he's only in. The news because he uh, gets in, in jail or whatever. The only band that he signed that did anything was Stained. Dope was another and, band. Uh, yeah, oh. a successful country singer. A country singer? Yeah, the guy from Stained. We've oh. talked about that before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that he did on his own already once he had the... That had nothing to do with Fred Durst. It's not like Fred Durst is still working with them. And also, what is it like Fred Durst well, saw them and was like, oh, I will give you money. It's not like he produced them or anything, you know. He like, what credit? Would that does have he... been better? No, I'm just saying, like, he didn't do anything that special. Well, we know that he's Fred Durst. <laughs> well, Leroy seems to disagree. Maybe. Uh, well, I, I just feel like the voicemail wasn't that harsh. Well, let let's take a listen like, to it. He... Steve Fred Durst. Hey man, you fucked up. You don't ever bite the hand that feeds in this yeah. business, bro. And your fucking manager said that as a fucking idiot, loser motherfucker going nowhere. You just chosen that path. Took you under my wing, brought you to my house. Fucking talked about your ass on radio on press. And you embarrassed like me and the Interscope family. Your association with the biscuit doesn't exist. Your manager slings that name around, he's gonna be blackballed and probably be erased. And you will too. He's a fucking idiot. You're gonna fucking learn from this time right here. I hope you let your band know that you just fucked yourself. You need to be associated with somebody in this just business. You need something to get you out there and put you out there and believe in. Now you got enemies and you're fucking yourself already. I wanna fuck that. myself my Don't way. Fucking show up at my shows because if you do, you're gonna get fucked. Maybe he wants to You're fucking punk ass, man. You call your fucking manager, David Menezes, whatever. Ask him what he's done and doing. You're, you're a fucking dumb motherfucker. You're learning right now exactly how to ruin your career before it gets started. All the luck, brother. Fuck you. Well, he, I guess he was kind of wrong because their career really took off after this voicemail. And the other thing I want to mention, Leroy, you're saying he's right. How professional can a guy be that he calls up and curses out a band in a voicemail? Like, why would I want to work for a guy like that? Uh, well, dude, would, they made a lot of money, so I don't know. He probably knows what he's talking about, man. It's so, the reality. 
So you're saying if you had a band and Fred Durst showed some interest in you, you would you would be into it? You would go with him? No question. No question. What has Fred Durst done in the last 15 years? To he was on the Metal Injection live cast. That's true. Yeah, he was. He's put out uh, an album. He put out an EP in the last 15 years. He's toured. Nobody cares. He knows Method Man. They're playing like, like 800 person venues how come you haven't gone to his jazz night nope. Leroy and yeah, yeah, you, got to his right jazz there. Night? yeah. you could stalk him like oh, that yeah. dude Bring from that new metal band that keeps tweeting at me but doesn't realize <laughs> that I muted him so I don't oh. see them anymore so then how do you know he's still doing it <laughs> he oh, I, oh because he's he also emails me and he I just emails you the just, links to the tweets <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, screen caps yeah <laughs> All right, Leroy. All right, bye. <laughs> 213-943-3688. That's 213-WIFE-NUT or WIDE-NUT. Whichever nut you'd like. Uh, I want to talk about this uh, Dave Mustaine link. Oh, Jesus. Dave Mustaine says Dave Ellison helped him save his marriage. You know, we haven't talked about him in a while, and I noticed that my, my throat feels so much better. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> so, you don't want to talk about no, it? No, I don't mind. <laughs> well, do I posted it. the link in the chat. But Dave Mustaine credits Ellison with saving his marriage. Now, Ellison, of course, is uh, like a priest. What? Yeah, he's something. What's yeah, some dumb religious. Well, shit? he's like, yeah, he's he's a, a very spiritual person. He's very into religion. Like there was a remember when they did the Megadeth boot camp at at his house that he doesn't actually live in. There was one of the events was a Sunday morning prayer led oh, by dear. Dave Ellison. Awesome. Noah just face bombed. <laughs> How did that work out? Did it, did uh, the prayer help anyone? Trump won, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's true. Fair point. He was in attendance, and he yeah. was part of the prayer services. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> so the second paragraph. All the all the uh, African women now have plugs in their vaginas. Yeah. God, <laughs> God plugged them up. No, I will say he's not. Uh, from what I've heard, it it is not as eye rolling as you would think. Like it wasn't. It's very. He's leading it, a prayer circle, but I mean, it's very inoffensive. Like it's not. He's not, you know, tackling political issues. That's or whatever. not the point. We're What's not assuming point? that it's like this evil evangelical thing. It's just the base concept is already eye rolling. Yes, agreed. Okay, yeah, that's. I like, could agree with that. We're not digging <laughs> that deep. And also, he prevented Mustaine from being divorced. Yeah. Well, uh, wouldn't uh, that be a good thing that he would like he'd single be and single ready to and, mingle? No, and not uh, not infecting someone else in a relationship. Well, well, would it be better that he's infecting one person or multiple yeah. people on the road? But that could be. I'm just devil's advocate Spitballing here. Spitballing here, yeah. Perhaps him being in a series of short. Uh, unencumbered relationships is better than destroying one person's life with his horribleness. But then think about all the other people you destroy because it would continue the pattern of him getting away with destructive behavior because he never has to see these people again. Mm -hmm. So he never learns from his social mistakes and just continues and it balls up into this larger ego. And Fair. It's, it's a bigger problem for everyone around him. I feel that there's arguments to be made that no matter what Dave Mustaine does, it's horrible for humanity. <laughs> <laughs> we can agree on that. I okay. really hope he listens to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's, let's uh, 
<laughs> Later in the chat, Mustaine revealed that he would be divorced right now if it wasn't for David Ellefson challenging me and saying, have you been the best husband you could possibly be? Because my wife and I were separated. And I went, you know, My wife! <laughs> my wife! <laughs> you know what? No! I haven't been the best husband I could be! <laughs> I could be way better! And I went back, and that's where we had this renaissance and fell in love again. She started playing with my nipples. <laughs> I, I thought it was real dumb to play with my own nipples while I was jerking off and stretching my balls at the same time. <laughs> wow, David we helped with that as well. <laughs> stretching balls! <laughs> Come on, Dave. Rob doesn't want us talking about that anymore. Uh-huh. Well, no, it's okay, oh, it's okay amongst okay us, Dave, but uh, I'm just asking when we have a guest. But so Dave's here. Try not to bring it up. Oh, I'm, I'm a I'm rebel. A, <laughs> I talk I'm about whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dave and me, we did a prayer circle, and Rob would stop molesting his own ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work. Oh. I'm an atheist now. I want to mention something. <laughs> something I've noticed. Is that Mustaine refers to Ellison as David. Yeah. David. Because I'm is Dave. Yeah. Exactly. I'm the real Dave. <laughs> Hello, Dave. Meet the real Dave. Okay. Mustaine continued. I think that that's a great challenge for a lot of men that are married out there. Are you the best husband you can possibly be? Who cares if she is the best wife that she is? What? <laughs> Shouldn't she care? If you are the best husband you could possibly be, if she don't hitch her wagon up to your horses, then you know what? You're going to eventually pull away anyway. So maybe you shouldn't be the best husband you could be so you don't pull away from your wife. No, he's saying if you're not the best husband you could be, she won't hitch your hitch. No, what he's saying is don't care about if she's the best wife she can be, because if she isn't and you're the best husband you can be, then eventually you'll be done with her anyway. No, I also, I think we're misreading this. <laughs> I think it's just an, an insane no, no, no. suit yeah. of a are, mad yeah. person. Are you the best husband you can possibly be? Who cares if she's the best wife that she is? He's yeah. saying not who cares. Who, no, he's not saying who cares. He's saying are That's you exactly a, what he's saying? Are yeah, you no. saying are, are you saying you're a husband who cares if she is the best wife that she could be? He's saying that, that he cares. He does care. Like oh, are, you're saying he's continuing the sentence? Yes, yes, yes. I don't okay. think it it's like a comma. That. Are you the best husband you, you can possibly, possibly be? be who cares if she is the best wife that she is? Yes. Like, like oh. are you a good enough husband that makes sure she's a good wife? Yeah, yeah. But like, that, which is worse? Yeah, that seems very parochial. Like no, it, I don't the think woman, that's... a woman has no agency over yeah. whether she's a good person or not. It's all whether a man provokes her yeah. into being a good person. Good going, Dave. You re- that it's, clarification made it no, it's like stupid either way. No, I don't like, know which yeah, way he means like, it, but no, it's stupid either the way. The husband has to care about if the wife is being a good wife. <laughs> like, is she doing everything she can to please me? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, you're right. It is stupid either way. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like reading a passage. Now, what Bible. I want to point out is, you know, this interview is from like a few days ago, and uh, you interviewed him. I did not interview no. him. This was with Magneta Music 360. Fuck is that? Metamucil? Yeah, what? But it was a YouTube embed, and it looks like they made them take down the interview. Oops. I wonder if Mustaine was not pleased with it. It's off the record. <laughs> off the record while the cameras were Yeah. Uh, he wasn't recording in the studio, so it's off the. Re- it's not on his record. That means it's off the record. Uh, Someone also- just made a good point in the chat. Well, he said, these are the Daves I know. But I said, <laughs> if, if Mustaine had control over that song, you would change it to, these are the Davids I know. <laughs> I'm the only <laughs> Dave. Could be only one. He's the Highlander of Dave's. <laughs> I want to cut off every other David's head so I can be the only... I'm the Dave Lander! <laughs> Episode title. Done. <laughs> I'm just so glad that, like, Megadeth is constantly... <laughs> Uh, touring and on a cycle uh, of giving interviews because it gives us so much content for the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he oh he just can't help but saying something so silly. It's almost like Metal Injection now has the Dave of the day. <laughs> There's a, it's always one Dave though. It's not like it's a different Dave. Yeah. There's actually another. I, it's never a David of the day. No. There's another little piece of this uh, uh, in this article that. Oh, let's hear. Uh, <clears throat> oh, he's talking about like how he had time off. He needed time off between his uh, legs of his tour mm-hmm. to nurture his family. And he says, over the years, it never really worked well because the music was always first. It ain't anymore because my family is first. Yeah, okay. Well, my family's actually second. Oh, what? My faith is first. Oh, oh my God. He realized that it's, he said, he's trying to sound nice, which is all yeah. bullshit to begin with, and then he forgot that that's insulting to the religion, so he had to put that in. Is it, though? Uh, Aren't you supposed to put your family above all else? No, no God. God is first. Yeah. God, family, country, and whatever. Yeah, that's a whole you thing. You put God ahead of your family? God, yeah, because yeah, God gave you your family. In the Bible, there's all stories life. about God telling people to kill their children and, and they stuff. Do, and they, and they do, do it. it. Yeah. Yep. And throw their kids' uh, foreskin onto a rock. Mm. And then there's another story where they tell the, the guy to kill the children, the child, and, he's, and he stops him at the last second and go, oh, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I was fucking with you. I wanted to see if you'd do it. It's In the, the words of Beavis and Butthead, religion is stupid. So he says... <laughs> My faith is first, and then my family's second, and then the music is third. It'd be funny if the next thing was, no, wait, hold on. And then the blow. My beer. My My beer. beer My hair is actually first, then the beer, (laughs) then the faith, (laughs) then the family. Then my subscription to InfoWars. Oh, wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Alex Jones first, then the hair, then the beer, then the faith, (laughs) then the family, then the music. It almost sounds like you're doing half Alex Jones, half Dave Mustaine voice. Is that, well, they're kind of the same so the in more, a way. It is kind of the same. I it, was, it like became less whiny. Like Mustaine is the whiny version, oh, right. and then the more right. authoritarian version is Alex Jones. Put the faith first, people. <laughs> faith is first, always. 
my god. Uh, I'm getting fucking real. Uh, he's he getting out? real annoying. Didn't he say this week that the uh, Las Vegas shooting was a false flag? False flag! Called it! Uh, Alex Jones, the headline reads, Alex Jones says, Deep State carried out Las Vegas massacre. Oh, so it wasn't fake. It actually happened. Even his staff won't go for it. Okay, we just want to make sure we got the right crazy. Yeah. It, it happened. The people are dead. Right. Yeah, he's not saying it didn't happen. Sandy Hook was fake. They had yeah. actors... And they pretend, right? And they pretended to get shot. This is real dead people, but the CIA did it. What does deep state mean? That means the CIA and FBI and other like NSA, every other. It's like the part of the government that you can't elect in. But it's also implied that yeah, like there's not just it's not just these organizations in the functions that we know them, but all those organizations are part of a secret government, like a cabal that runs the world. And there's Jews in there too. There's yeah. LA. Oh, it's yeah. always it's always Jews, and I think that like we've discussed this before. What Alex Jones is great at doing is taking a kernel of truth and making it fucking insane, but plausible to very gullible people. What's I think the nugget it, of truth? Well, I think it's fair to say that the CIA and FBI have an influence on what are, are like governmental policies more than they should. <laughs> but I don't think they're like shooting people mm-hmm. to accomplish it. Well, do we want to play what he said? It's like, now here's the big news. Islamic State is taking responsibility and the man known by the police. Which, by the way, why wouldn't they? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Like, they always uh, do. Like, anybody can take responsibility for it. I'm not going to say I take responsibility because that's a horrible thing. You just said it. I don't, I said I'm not going to. Soundbite. Yeah. But how does this, like, all right, like just playing in the world of Alex Jones for a second, like assuming this is true. How does this help them? Like, what is the agenda that they they do by accomplishing this? Who the deep state or the, the deep Islamic state. state? The deep state, gun control. But like, what? That's what they always say. Well, that this well is hold on. Let's hear. Let's hear. Let's hear. Uh, for issues, uh, I guess mental illness had reportedly converted to Islam in the last two months, and even though that's being reported by Reuters and others, you're not seeing it on CNN or MSNBC. We've been tracking it. Because it's ridiculous. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And it's not true. What do you mean it's not true? What? Oh, that... Uh, they, yeah. But they took responsibility and they oh, yeah, said that, there's no proof. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's, it wasn't reported by Reuters, was it? That he were... No, what's it's reported by Reuters anywhere. is that ISIS took responsibility for it. Oh, yeah. And everybody mentioned that, but then they yeah. were like, yeah, but it's... Of course. Well, no, like, bullshit. like Darren was saying, yeah. he takes the negative yeah. truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's through a funhouse mirror. But that's pretty big news, isn't it? Isn't it? Now, let's stop right there. Isn't it? Hi, I'm Bruce McCullough from the... What? Who was allied with ISIS and Al-Qaeda during the entire last six years of the Arab Spring? Well, Al Gore called for an Arab Spring here in America. Al Gore, Phil Mudd, and many others also said, like the former deputy director uh, of the CIA, Phil Mudd said, or like the former head of the CIA, uh, Mr. Brennan said, there will be terror attacks in America and they're coming and and Trump is going to be overthrown in the next two months. That was two months ago, basically to Ah. the day of October 1st. Do you think Trump was at the concert? I don't understand. Like, why would this person give it away? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, you caught Why did Nostradamus give it all away? Who's Nostradamus? He's the Greek guy. 
He was like a prophet from like the 1500s or something, and he made all these. I don't think it's. I think it's Nostradamus. <laughs> yeah, not Damos. Nostradamus. Nostradamus. <laughs> Nostradamus. I think that's what you were thinking of. He's the guy that just predicted that John Stamos would have a career. Nosotros vamos <laughs> a la playa. Is the 100 year anniversary. The 100-year anniversary of the Bolshevik Revolution and the literal grandchildren of the folks that financed the Bolshevik Fucking Revolution are now bragging, saying Bolshevik II is launching. So I don't understand. The deep state is really into anniversaries, and they're like, yes. oh, let's launch it on the 100th anniversary. It'll, no one will know but us. Right. It's, and it's until we get caught by Alex Jones. <laughs> Damn it, he caught us. I really want to watch... Infowars with someone who watches Infowars. Yeah, it's a good project. To but just then you'd have to be with someone who watches Infowars. Yeah, I know, I know, to... I know. There has to be like an escape hatch, but I want to like be able to pause it and ask them these like, like you know, these common sense loopholes. But, but then they'd start asking. answering you, and your brain would start leaking out of the side of your head, and you'd want to leave. Then well, I'd, yeah, then, I, then I'd leave. Then I'd I be like, all right, I understand. Thank you. What you should do is go on YouTube and watch. There are people who are like Alex Jones fans that go over the videos, so you they break it down. It's like a teacher's what, edition? Like what they think. You know, just like there's that same thing in every phase of, of video. You know? But Rob wants to interact with them. Oh, so you want to ask them questions? Yeah, no, I want to watch. I want to literally watch the Alex Jones clip. <laughs> uh-huh. He says something absurd, just like he like like we're doing right now, but right. with someone to defend Alex Jones. Yeah, well, I know. I know it's indefensible. We do have a podcast. Why don't we just ask such Alex Jones? Fan every once in a while, there was a gun nut that like replied to a retweet that I had, and I, I'm like, "How are you following me?" You know, I don't. Yeah. Well, he likes metal. Yeah. But, uh, he likes the, you as a person. He just doesn't agree with your ideas. He's a nipple enthusiast. <laughs> the, well, you know, I, I was just thinking about this with the nipples thing. Mm-hmm. I have read that for some men, they don't have any sensitivity in their nipples, so they don't get that uh, stimulation. Tingle. So that's probably why you guys aren't doing it. I don't have... You get a little stimuli? Let me I see. feel a pinch. But that's what a, do you mean by stimuli? It's like just, it's sexual? Like I, I get like I feel like I want to come. Like, like a, a not like a like a like mild a arousal. Yeah, like a right. Like it would be like like rubbing the head of my penis. You're saying like similar. Uh, Maybe it, not. It's as in intense. the same. Yeah, like in the no, same. No, I don't get that yeah. at all. Right. Okay. So that's probably why then. Okay. But if like you know my wife kisses my nipple but, or something, well, it feels good. <laughs> it feels good like just like any part of the body being. Like, it touched. doesn't feel any better. Well, for like if you rub my shoulders, it feels. It good, would feel just as good. Yes. Yeah. But specifically with the, the nipples. Right. It's not like, an erogenous. Yeah. 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 Okay. For, well, for for some gentlemen, I'm not making fun of you for touching your nipples. I just want this could be the new hey. He's I want, very sensitive about his nipples. They are very sensitive. sensitive, in sensitive his about his sensitivity. <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want to hear some voicemails next week. Look, we we got we got dudes listening to the show. Take a do second. we take a second, dudes? I mean, I feel like for the women, it is sensitive, right? Like, no, oh, how absolutely. Are your Was this like you got up this morning? You're like, I know what I'll do on the podcast. Say, I'm going to convince thousands of men to play with their nipples for no, me. it's because it came up. you asked me. <laughs> You're like the nipple Jim Jones. <laughs> Oh, what are you, Alex Jonesing my nipple story? Listen, people, it's all disinformation. Part of the deep state state conspiracy to get everyone to play with their nipples. Gonna have thousands of people across the country touching their nips. The nips are turning to frogs, gay. 
Talk about sex. Talk about pee pee. Uh, but so I want you guys to, to take a second and like, you know, twist your nipple, like fine tune that radio and then leave us a, a voicemail <laughs> while they're saying, doing it. Saying no, your name. If you do it, you could you could be touching your nipple while you leave the voicemail. Uh, that is not required. But just saying if your nipples are sensitive or not, you could leave a voicemail by using the SpeakPipe app on the episode page, or you could record a voice memo with your phone, email that to hate mail at metalinjection.net, or if you don't want to record your voice, you want to be a little more anonymous, just send an email, hate mail at metalinjection.net, say not to mention your name, I won't. And also 18 and over, please. We don't want to solicit uh, nipple I guess stories. That's a good point. <laughs> please include your age. But... Uh, <laughs> So now, uh, this shooting was so disgust. Like, so this was happening while you know I was on this trip. So, as you're traveling, your instinct is to yo. Let me check social media. I explicitly stopped checking social media because it was just depressing. so depressing and disgusting. And like, I, I it's a helpless thing because it's the same pattern of. Uh, something shitty happens mm. Everyone complains Nothing is done Not everyone complains You're right Half the country complains I, I feel it's a bit more Than half the country But uh, Then yeah Nothing happens And then uh, Another uh, shooting And the cycle yeah. continues Yeah And I want to The one thing I want to touch on Is the people saying Like let's not Politicize this tragedy yeah, Right It's like No this isn't the time to politicize the tragedy. Unless it was a Muslim who shot, then we exactly politicize it right away. Three months ago, there, there's a Muslim. It's like uh, well, also what? here the 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 flaw in all of this is the fact that talking about gun control is political to begin with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the error. Here, so it should like, be a pol- that shouldn't be when a when issue. that one Muslim guy ran over those people in England. The facts weren't even out. Trump was already oh, yeah. politicizing it, right. saying oh, talking about how this is why the Muslim ban should happen. Yeah. The other shitty argument, which I saw Kennedy doing on Fox News, was like, oh my there's so many, this. there's so, I just saw What does Beck I, think? Is that what her, <laughs> Don't politicize this until Beck has weighed Red in. hot chili peppers are pro-gun control. <laughs> Anthony Kiedis, get him on the line. Well, she said like, oh, you know, there's tr- trucks run over people. Should we ban trucks or <laughs> And it's like, well, yeah, I, yeah like, <laughs> like that, that argument is so stupid. Right. Here's why. The main function yeah, yeah, of a yeah. truck is not to run over. The main function of a gun, while while I'm sure people who have guns will say, "Oh, it's for protection, whatever, whatever." No, it's it to is to people. shoot at things. Well, it's, even it when, to, yeah, it even is when it's used well. for protection, it's for it's shooting at people. shooting at people yeah. or shooting an animal. It's for for for, for, for stopping for yes, it's a weapon. <laughs> like it's a weapon. A truck right. can be used as a weapon, right. but that is not its primary function yeah. or selling point. Right. Yeah. So this, and also you need a license to 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 be able to legally drive a truck, mm-hmm. and you have to go take classes, and you have mm-hmm. to go. There's a whole process for it. You have to mm-hmm. renew that license with a gun. It's like anybody. Ah! Okay, relax, Rob. I can't. This was just two days of just yeah, not the, tweeting. The other thing about politics is I really, I mean, this is kind of semantic in a way, but I I just hate that word because. Like politics is just everything. Yeah, politics is how we solve everything that's wrong. Yeah. So when you talk about something bad happened and how do we stop this and what's the solution and who did it and how does this happen, that's politics. You're yeah. already immersed in politics, so you can't go. Eh, 
let's not politicize. That's just a weak sauce fucking way to say I don't like what yeah. you're saying, and let's shut it. And down. And when is yeah. the right time? Okay, so let's not. Let's take okay. In a week, a week, two weeks. Rob. Like, what's the <laughs> when is the right time to start politicizing? Like, like, let's talk about solutions here. That's why we're we're not but we're not fixing it is because we're afraid of politicizing. You know what? All right, let's not politicize this tragedy. But can we talk about the Sandy Hook shooting? It happened a few years ago now. No, Rob, sorry, still too soon. Yes. Actors, we just covered that. Yeah, they're all midgets. Little people. Little people. I th- also think like the that don't let's not politicize it thing and not just in shooting but everything comes from this fucking like mass media at CNN Fox all of them not not picking on one that they they want to be they want to appear neutral which yeah. is not how news well, is Fox to does work. not want to appear neutral I think Fox does want to appear neutral they're just their their facade is that they're neutral. Right, but they it's have, the thinnest facade. They, of they all don't. The but none of that's what I'm saying. All of them have a bias, and they all pretend that they don't. And Fox is the worst one. Yeah. But my point is, like, the, we have neutrality as a virtue, which I don't think is good. I think there's certain things we just have to agree on as a society. Like shooting people is bad, which we don't seem to agree on. Punching Nazis is good. No one wants you know, to take away like your guns. That. We just want to uh, make it a little difficult for the loons to. I want to take away some of the guns. I don't think anyone needs an assault rifle or, or yeah. a machine gun. I do want to take away fuck. some of the guns. That's bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Some of these things should not be allowed. And here, like the thing that really got me so mad was, did you see that the guy, the country musician on stage, Jason Aldean? Thank you. Who? <laughs> big star. Uh, well, he said that he was. A gun rights activist. Yes. But after seeing this, he realizes that there does need to be gun control because all of his crew, they had guns, they had weapons, but they realized during an active shooting. You don't know where the fuck it's coming from. You can't can't just whip out your weapon across the street and 32 stories up. No, but also it's like if they whipped out their weapon, the cops might assume that they're the shooter. Also true. Can you imagine if like a bunch of people had guns on them and they were all like shooting at the hotel? Yeah. Like what? oh my god! No, How is that the solution? Yeah. That's yeah. A, I, no. I don't understand. So yeah. like I'm glad at least he's come to his senses now. But it's just like how did you? But not that's think what of it this? takes for these people. They have no empathy until it happens specifically to them. Well, luckily we're having so many mass shootings that so everyone yeah. in America <laughs> will be yeah. involved in one. Yeah. Not too long from now. Good luck, Rob. I will say, like, I, I was never witness to an active shooting, but I was at a South by Southwest. Where bad diarrhea? No there, <laughs> projectile. There was what sounded like a gunshot, and everyone started running. And for like that half a second, you don't like. It's like the scariest thing yeah, you can. The world is upside down. Yeah, you what don't even you do? know. What was your reaction? I ran. What do you? What did it, it end up being? Nothing. Uh, you ran. You're Russian. You're in a hurry. I was in a hurry to get out, get away from whatever the fuck that was. But then, like you know. You, you, Ran two or three blocks. You didn't hear anything else. And so you ran two or three blocks. Yeah. All right. Good How for you. How long were these blocks? <laughs> Short ones. There were the streets. You right stopped at the next barbecue restaurant. You're like, all right. Did you let go of your balls yeah. to, to get a better form? Did you did you take one hand I, off I the balls? No, I had no. Oh, I was. I, there were no hands on my balls. Oh, good. Okay. No, I agree. I don't just walk around with my... <laughs> I don't know what you were doing at that moment. It could have been, yeah. you know, in a corner. That, that, that's that's all you're private. By the buffet. <laughs> By the buffet? <laughs> 213 Wife Nut. That's our phone number. 
three six eight eight. And now Pat Robertson said this like I don't understand how this fucking idiot is on TV. He said he owns his own network, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he? Okay, he pays the bills. You're right. Thank you. Uh, I don't understand how these cable companies keep carrying this channel. Well, I think they pay the cable company the rights fees to to air them to have their channel in the lineup. Right? Don't they get paid? I guess maybe this. Is I think a in this case, yeah. like though, there's another one. I was just talking to Rob about this. Uh, there's one on our on Optimum, mm-hmm. which is channel 30 which is right in the middle of like all the mtv and all this stuff and it's just like like 1985 style religious uhf program is it the prayer channel i don't know if it's i think it's called net net or something okay and it's just fucking awful and they they pay the cable company to stay right in that spot (coughs) and it's probably like a tax write-off somehow because they're probably like a non-profit I'm sure it's something scummy, but like yeah. it's artificially injected into our society, you know. Eight four seven. Is this Leroy or someone else? Hello. Hello. Hey, this is Donish. Oh, what's hey. up, Donish? Oh, that what's makes going sense. on? Man. How's it going, dude? Hey, I was at. No, I was at, I was good. I was actually just calling to listen. I'm uh, coming home from work, so I'm waiting for the train now. Okay. Oh, very cool. All right. Well, we'll let you listen. Sorry we couldn't hang out. I was only no, in town for two days, and I was a little busy. But your hot dogs are wonderful. Hey, you know, next time. Yes. Rob was next in the time food we'll go to coma. Corner and uh, then we'll get some Chicago-style pizza. All right. He already Maybe tried the it. first part. He hates it. I'll do Kumas. <laughs> All right, dude. We'll let you listen. But yeah, so fuck, uh, fuck the Pat Robertson. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. What okay. were you going to say? I was going to say uh, I, I always feel like I have to repeat myself but i love chicago food like this is not dumping on chicago food i just don't like the deep dish mm-hmm. yeah it's one thing that they're unnecessarily famous for Man, they have fucking gr- i had one of the best uh, steaks there that i, I believe it fantastic i want to mention also i was blown away that there's a pizzeria due a what like uno but two yeah like the second one that it's they opened like, i guess it's like jerusalem too in a way. yeah what? <laughs> I would have went. Mm. She's like, is this kosher? So what is it? Is it like it's a knockoff? You know something? I wonder what no, a kosher deep dish the, pizza tastes like. It, uh. The branding was exactly like Uno's. So it's they own it? Yeah. So I'm why? assuming it's just the second restaurant they opened. But that makes no sense because all the, like the 9,000th restaurant they opened well, is called they, Uno. Well, then they franchised it and like it was just, I'm assuming. Oh, so they opened Uno, then they opened Due, well, and then they then franchised. Then they franchised. They're like, well, we're not going to do like a trace. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Well, maybe it's the same with Jerusalem 1 and Jerusalem 2. But there is no Jerusalem 1. That's the thing. We can't locate it. Oh, I thought it was like in, in Jerusalem. No, I think Jerusalem, the city, is 1, and they're like Jerusalem 2. It's like a little piece of Jerusalem. Jerusalem yeah. 1 in Jerusalem 2. Yes. Okay. So it's like a Dave Mustaine quote. It's you have to <laughs> unpack it, and it still doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now I see. So Pizzeria Uno and Pizzeria Due have their own specific branding from Uno's Pizzeria, which is the chain, but okay. all owned by the same company. I see. Fascinating. What does Pat Robertson have to do with yeah. this? He's just he goes a piece there. of shit. He's so a disgusting. What did he people. say this time? All right, let's that play. old rascal. What hijinks is Pat up yeah. to? What's he gotten into now? 
silly old fossil. Violence in the streets, ladies and gentlemen. Could someone just uh, take this audio and make a death metal song? <laughs> the violence in the streets. Why is it happening? Why? Why? You know, Whenever I hear that, I want to. I hear that H with the Y. I yeah. always want to run. I want to run for the hills yeah. when I hear that. It's like a guy with a noose coming yeah. in. I, yeah. That, Why are there so many Jews around here? It's like it's like nails on a chalkboard. Why? Why all the blacks taking over our schools? That's what it sounds like. Streets, ladies and gentlemen. Why Play is that it back, happening? Please? Oh, sorry. Violence in the streets, ladies and gentlemen. Why is it happening? You know, what I'd like to give you is the fact that we have disrespect for authority. Pause it. He sounds like he's speaking from the afterlife. They got some echo. He looks like he's fucking. He looks like the crypt keeper. He looks like the Red Skull. Like what is? (laughs) Do you hear this echo on him? Like, forget what he's saying for a second. I just want. Can you go? Like he's like in a fucking wind tunnel. Give you is. The fact that we have disrespect for authority. It's like a it's just an empty room. Yeah, there's nobody around him. He smells really bad. All across this nation, they say terrible things about him. It's in the news. It's in other places. There's disrespect now for our national anthem. Disrespect for our veterans. Disrespect for the institutions of our government. Disrespect for this is the court system. What about the disrespect you had for the institutions of government when Obama was in office and you said all those horrible things about it? Well, that's different, Robert. All the way up and down the line, disrespect. And disrespect. He, he like whistles. He what? This He's the guy from a Family Guy, the <laughs> Lester. Oh, Chris. I can't. I, have it. I ever told the story there when I went to Amsterdam the first time? We went to this one bar, and we kept ordering beers. And every time we got a beer, the bartender would go, "Cheers!" Oh, like the, the, like S, the S had a, a whistle. And so, but every time, so oh. we ordered four beers. It'd be cheers, 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 like a squeaky wheel. And when so, you lose. I want to know what Pat is saying with this. Like, he's saying that the disrespect incited this guy to shoot people, or what? It no, all of this disrespect caused God to send this shooter. Oh, he's divinely inspired by God. Well, let's hold. Let's. Well, what if he turned out to be Islamic? I might. I might. (gasps) (laughs) Okay. Disrespect for our veterans. Disrespect for. The institutions of our government, disrespect for the, the court system. I don't understand. Like, are veterans, is there like a part of the veterans union or whatever that's like sitting around making sure nobody's disrespecting the veteran? Like, do the veterans sit around thinking about like, hey, they're not the for a national anthem? About like, who cares? Like, I but think- he's also the guy that like is for the Republicans that disrespect veterans. Like, they're right. the ones denying yeah. them benefits. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or, like, health benefits. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Trump disrespect McCain and yeah. he's a veteran? Yeah. yeah. It's like, right well, there that, in the open. That one, I don't, like, not to, I mean, Trump is an asshole in his own right, but, I mean, I don't think McCain deserves any fucking respect, so fuck him. I agree, but it's just, like, an example of the disrespect. Yeah. I think, well, I don't, I don't, th- are, are veterans, like, disrespected at all other than by Republicans? <laughs> like, who, who disrespects them? By sitting, them? by sitting, you're disrespecting them. You by kneeling, sorry. Yeah, that has nothing but to it's do with But veterans aren't the ones complaining, it's politicians that yeah. never serve Some the fucking life. Some veterans are complaining, most veterans are not complaining, because yeah. they understood what the fucking 
First Amendment. Anyway. Yeah. All the way up and down the line, disrespect. And when you lose that kind of respect, you lose its authority. But more than anything, until there is biblical authority, there has to be some controlling authority in our society. And there mean? is none. Oh, I see. And when the there when? is no vision when? of God, the people say there's oh, no vision the of God. Shot. When the there is no vision of God, the people say there's no vision of God. The people run amok. When there's no vision of God, the people run amok. And that we we have taken from the American people the vision of God, the whole idea of reward and punishment, an ultimate uh, judge of all our actions. We've taken that away. And when there is no vision of God, the people run amok. But how much of a pussy is God that, like, all we have to do is not talk about him and all this shit happens? Exactly. Yeah. Like, (laughs) well, he's saying because people, okay, so I misinterpreted it. He's not saying God sent the guy. Oh, that would have been great. He said, he said, because we're down this path of disrespect, disrespect. because we're allowing this disrespect, <laughs> he's got balls in his mouth. It leads to people shooting up Vegas. All right. So, how, what's the connection there? Like, how do we get from? Oh, I can kneel for. I can disrespect our troops. All right, I'm going to go into a hotel and shoot up and set up cameras to make sure <laughs> cops aren't coming and just shoot as many rounds as I can until but they come in and kill myself. How come the last time we had one of these, it was in Orlando, like with a gay nightclub, killing all the people that he thinks are disrespecting I forgot society. what his angle was for the pulse thing, but I'm sure it was disgusting. <laughs> well, it certainly wouldn't be, uh, this, is what, this is what happens when you disrespect, because the people who got shot are the ones disrespecting. But the shooter was Muslim, so he's disrespectful too. That's also confusing. Yeah. I can't keep all the like insane <laughs> right wing yeah. bullshit straight. Well, when you don't have a vision of God, <sighs> isn't this country like seventy five percent Christian? Yeah. Like, how do we? It, also, I mean, it, if anyone's got a vision of God, it's Pat Robertson. He's like thirty seconds yeah. away from being with him. <laughs> he's seeing the white light. Yeah, he's got the hand reaching out. <laughs> Unless it's the hand to tweak his nipple like <laughs> Bob has going on. Come here, Patrick. <laughs> I want to tweak your nipple. Come here. Lean forward in your chair. Lean upwards to me. I am the ruler of the universe. Almost sounds like Ken Pierce. Let me massage your long testicle. Have you been stretching them? As the Bible suggests, oh, oh, no, I, I didn't see that passage. In. What? <laughs> the Lord, you're, go- you're reading the wrong Bible. <laughs> I told you, only read the Islamic Quran. <laughs> it's got the nipple tweaking. That has the nipple tweaking. That's right, Sid. <laughs> what? Who's Sid? Never mind. Never mind. God is a, God is a real, real prick. It's like they reach into people's living rooms and massage their tits. <laughs> old, decaying, decrepit tits. Okay, so on the Pulse thing, he said the best thing to do Ugh. is let LGBT and Islamic allies kill themselves. Mm-hmm. Just stay out of it. Kill themselves, but he killed other One people. One more time, I want to mention the fact that this is a religious belief. It is deeply ingrained in the people. And for when our president refuses to acknowledge it, this when the Secretary Obama. of State, uh, now the 
Democratic uh, nominee for president uh, refuses to acknowledge and says that this is a slur against a, quote, great religion. This is nonsense. This is what this great religion teaches. And it's right in the warp and woof of Isn't Islam. Isn't that what you teach? So, right. Uh, it is what that religion teaches, but it's also what your shitty religion yeah. teaches. He's what right about that part. Not, he just doesn't the make the next is. leap. No, mine is okay. My shitty one's okay. Yeah. So the the left is having a dilemma of major proportions, and uh, I think for those of us who uh, uh, you know disagree with some of their policies, the best thing to do is to sit on the sidelines and let them kill themselves. But who? How are they? But when they're killing themselves, they're not just randomly going, "Okay, I'm going to kill myself today." Like they're. I think he meant out- he meant kill each other. Yeah. But they're, they, they're, he's responding to an incident where they killed Americans. But gay Americans. So that's okay. Yeah. Are they Muslim? No, but he, I think he's just like, let them, yeah, all fine. these people we disagree with, let them just yeah. right. knock each I other see. out. I see. All A- right. Well, he's consistent. Yeah. A18, you're on the live cast. I hear kids. I heard a kid. What's your name? Hey, this is God Thumper. How are you guys? How are you? This is God Thumper. What's up? Yeah, Goth Stumper. It's Goth Plumper. It's a very specific no. Reddit. Goth Stumper. Oh, God Stomper. Stomper. God Stomper. Everlasting God yeah. Stomper. Golf Plumber, I think, is the name. Bob Fromper. So, what's up, dude? Tub Thumper. Oh, oh you <laughs> We're doing good. Have you been listening to the show? Rob Plumper. <laughs> nah, I just called in. Well, I, we, we've been having a little bit of a debate here among the males on the show tonight. Oh, boy. And I wanted to ask you. Uh, this, this is a little <laughs> bit of a personal very question. Personal. Yeah. Uh, are, are your nipples sensitive to teasing? Most <laughs> ridiculous. Teasing. Are you, do you have sensitive nipples? To teasing, like in, in, in gym class when kids made fun of your nipples, did they cry? That's not what I mean. <laughs> sensitive. To Let's being be teased. mature adults here. Mature. Sound like Pat Robertson. No, uh, what? How can we be mature? Since I uh, since I wear a lot of band shirts and if I like work out in them or something, they like bleed. Oh well, that's Bloody different. Nips. That's different. No, but I mean, like, have bleed? you ever like, oh, like ch- chafe nips? You got a little nip chafing. Nip chafe? I've never heard of that. That's yeah. a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Me. Just it's like your nips get hard, and it's like a rough shirt and that you wear. And then they bleed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like the yeah. skin is peeling from the constant uh, friction. But is it like gushing blood, or is it just raw skin? <laughs> nah, it's just like a little bit of blood. So what what I was saying though is like have you ever have you or a significant other ever played with your nipples? Yeah. And do you like that? Does it feel good? Very uncomfortable. Children are in the background. It's all right. So you don't have an opinion one way or the other. Uh, No, it's. uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's. It's like whatever to me. <laughs> Got it. Right. So it's three to one. <laughs> yep. What about uh, you? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, Anytime. Well, what, what is this about? Rob's tits are very sensitive. I'm into <laughs> nipple play. Oh. Oh, okay. He's- <laughs> he, we just lost a listener. <laughs> one less download no, next week. 
No, no, no I'm still here. Okay, well, that's good. Okay. Change your name to Nipple Rubber. Nipple Rob Happy. <laughs> you should get your nipples pierced, Rob. Then that way they're always going to be Nip stimulated. Stopper. No, I don't want that. I don't want that. Mm. Too much? Too much. How did it feel? Uh, well, it's because Tub Thumper is saying about bleeding nipples. Like, when I had mine pierced, sometimes they would start bleeding because yeah. of the piercing. Like, yeah. it would never quite heal. And that's one of the reasons I took them out. It's gross. But, like, it felt good? Like, and, like, w- w- did you have any more or less sensitivity in your nipple? Um, maybe, like, slightly more. Like, mm-hmm. slightly more sensitivity. But I was worried that when I would take them out, uh, I would lose it. But it, everything's fine. Oh, okay. It's all kosher. And the milk still comes out? Still still lactating. Okay, good. <laughs> all right. Thank you, uh, God Stomper. We put you back on hold because of the background noise. Also, Steven Seagal had an opinion. Ugh. I thought you were going to say he, he had a nipple. I think he has, too. He, his face looks like a nipple. Mm. A hairy one. He looks like a Bond villain now. Yeah, I can see that. I think it's because he dyes his hair because he's yeah, it's graying. Really sad. So, and and I guess he put on a little bit of weight. Just, just a touch. Just a, just a wee bit. A few deep dish pizzas. Hey, you know your metabolism slows down, and if you don't adjust your diet, you just yeah. I don't know if you. Bounce. I thought We've Tai Chi would help with that. We've all been there. All right, we're For anyone to think that Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> I guess this isn't the full interview, but Vladimir Putin had uh, uh, anything to do with fixing the elections or even that the Russians have that kind of technology is is stupid. He sounds like he has a Brighton Beach Russian accent. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, he's in Moscow. I know, right? but how long has he lived? He it's lived in America well, you know for fifty what, years. I think. I think what it is is you kind of trick your brain yeah. into <laughs> speaking with that dialect, uh, because people have pointed out to me when I talk to my mother and then, like I'm speaking Russian, then I start speaking English. I speak yeah. English with a Russian. There's accent. a lag. So when he said Vladimir Putin, <laughs> you're saying that he, everything before that was perfect yeah. English. He got stuck it, there. I yeah. think it's more like remember when Madonna was married to Guy Ritchie and all of a uh-huh. sudden she had a British accent. Yes, I think that's what it is. Well, you just I mimic think, the people you're hanging out with. No, but he's not doing that, it at the beginning. She, of that also, she had that though. before she was with Guy. I think right. she just took classes on like. Oh. I think that's something that's different. I think that was affected. On purpose, like yeah. she I think that's what he's doing yeah. too. I don't know. I think what Rob said is right. I think he said Vladimir Putin. Well, because that's the way to pronounce it in Russia. That's how everyone says. Like you don't want to say Vladimir Putin. Well, but if you live in he's that's living fine. In Russia. Yeah. But we, he he gets stuck in that accent. Yeah, yeah. After because he's an idiot. For anyone to think that Vladimir Putin. If Vladimir you listen to that first Putin. part, he goes. For anyone to think that, like it's perfectly yeah. normal. Yeah. Yeah. For anyone to think that Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin had anything to do with fixing the elections or even that the Russians have that kind of technology is is stupid. Stupid. He even made it worse by saying it five times in a row. That was weird. <laughs> it's weird though like that he denigrates Russia in mm. that defense by saying they don't even have the tech there's this is such a backwards country they don't even have yep. the capability to do this well I I, like, 
Do they have that? I agree with that. I don't think they have. They the have computer. I don't think they fixed the. They uh, influenced the election. The the the. Uh, oh, you mean with the hacking? Yeah. Everyone has yeah. a computer. It's all yeah. on the internet. Like what? what of course they have the capabilities. Like, yeah. Right. Right. Okay. But he's whatever. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Anyway, we don't have to. Anyway, we don't have to get into Russian. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that's uh, a rabbit hole. It's a bit of a rabbit hole. But uh, Russian food is wonderful. Anyway, uh, Noah, you sent this link. What? Oh, you disagree? What Russian, Russian food is What does terrible? that have to do with anything? I like Russian food. Oh, I just all right. talking about food. Uh, Noah sent this link. FBI seizes over 3,000 penises during raid at morgue employees' home. What I want to know, how many nipples? How many nipples were seized? <laughs> Probably double that, right? What's the math on that? 6,000? <laughs> What's the math on that? <laughs> Crunch the numbers, Rob. Use one of your fancy fucking algorithms, you fucking nerd. <laughs> okay. It's taken you a while, too. Give Noah a hard time. Okay, okay. So, uh... It's also like the mugshot of this person. <laughs> Is this a real story? This feels like fake news to me. This feels like it's got to be on one of those like weekly on, world news type websites. It's on World News Daily Report. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> that's the that's like a right wing uh, right, World Net Daily. Oh, it's false. No, this no. is a false story. Sorry, Noah. Sorry. Where do you find this shit? The web. <laughs> is this like people on your Facebook feed? Yeah. It's Be all honest. Brazilian no, jiu-jitsu jerk-offs. News. Uh, wait, we have a question in the chat. Oh, what is it? For uh, Darren. Oh, it's a little bit off topic. In the season's bleeding skit, are you the gay or feminine non-gender specific demon covered in all white? Always wanted to know. Yes, so that is me playing a gay demon. Okay. Gay or feminine <laughs> non-gender specific. <laughs> I like that. It's very correct. I like that skit. Uh, I had a few problems with it, but I like too the, much Rob. Uh, overall, I thought it could. No, Rob was very good. Rob's in it, acting actually. was amazing. I had a cameo. I feel like because I got sick, but also, I mean, the the idea. I think well, you wrote it was to just have something on its own. What do you mean have like not with the metal injection cast or whatever? Wait, that, is that the one with the no, twisted sister? That wasn't my thought at all. That, no, that's a different. Skit. Oh well. Uh, Frank just came to me and said we want to do a Halloween special, so let's write something like scary. And I said, okay, I wrote it. And oh, I, and that just went and I thought we were gonna all play the parts, and then he turned out he was like he casted it like with mm. people that weren't us. Mm. Oh, and I thought that it would have been much better if we did it with us. I think mm-hmm. as the leads, but. I mean, not those guys are okay, but I feel like we could have really. It would have been funny if it was like like the kids in the hall, like we're all playing, you know, different. Yeah. Eight, eight oh, different I didn't, I didn't even realize. So you wrote the two leads to be us. That was your. No, thought? I mean, I didn't write it with you anyone in mind, I but see. I just figured later we could all figure out who plays what. I you know? see, I see, I see, I see. The twisted sister Christmas, that was fun. That's yeah. my favorite thing. That was yeah. yeah, that was really fun. Uh, I mean, that's kind of like uh, not de- like I don't identify with. That's like such a little part of that skit, you know, the twisted sister thing. It's more like the, like I think Scrooge. of it as the yeah Scrooge, yeah. like Scrooge. with Rob, Carol, yeah, 
because I had to think for a second. Like, what? Are, what is the twist? It, like, the reason he, uh, it, it, like, everyone abandons him is because he likes the Twisted Sister Christmas yeah. album. Yeah. Well, it really started out of a brainstorm because we joked about how silly that was, yeah. and then we just came up with a whole uh, episode about it, which was really fun. It shows you that, like, Twisted Sister, that was 2006 we did that sketch. Mm-hmm. That's 11 years. And they were already completely irrelevant. Oh, yeah, for a long time. But you don't understand, that was, like, what got them back in the conversation. That bounced Is that them. true? Yeah. I'm not aware of I that. I mean, happened. now they're kind of retired again, but they had a another run after Wave. that. I was going to say, what yeah. conversation what, did I miss? I didn't know there was a No, they were, I, as someone who uh, covers heavy metal, I can tell you, they were they were around. They were doing stuff. By the way, the the uh, makeup that I had to sit through to become that demon was fucking like a, the makeup was serious. We got our friend Marty to do it. He was really he was, took it very seriously. It was a, did a great job. It was like torturous. I can't imagine being on a real movie mm-hmm. and you have to wear some kind of elaborate shit like The Walking Dead or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah we Those also, people are getting paid a lot of money though, so you probably are cool right. With it's still got to be have annoying. Craft services. I mean, the money's already in the bank at that point. And then you got to go through all that mm-hmm. shit. It's probably really fucking annoying. Not that I wouldn't do it. Yeah. But, but. Um, I sent you something like an audio clip of some oh, yeah. guy on, on the subway. Mm-hmm. So what is, set up this clip for us now. So I was on the subway one morning mm-hmm. and we always talk about like the interesting people that you can find in the underground mm-hmm. tunnels of New York City. And all of a sudden, I hear someone going, I'm a baby. Pick that baby up. (laughs) All right, let's hear this. So I tried my best to record. I don't know how well we're going to hear it. But it might. Well, we hear the train. Yeah. You can vaguely vaguely hear it. Now, did you think to maybe get closer to the baby? There was no baby, is the point in the story. It was one of those rare occasions where it's like a rush hour train and I had a seat. Mm. So I was just like, I'm just going to hold this and hopefully it'll pick it up. The podcast's important. It's not that. It's not give up a subway seat important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely not on a midtown. No. No. Uh, On a rush hour train. But he just kept going, I'm a baby. Pick that baby up. And eventually, did somebody pick him up? Everyone in the subway car, like around him, was like high fiving him. Like when he left, they were fans. <laughs> did they give him money? He wasn't asking for money. He but was if just, they were fans, they would want to support him. He just put his hand up for people to high five him, oh, and they did. It's dirty. And I thought that was very oh, nice. Touching random people's skin on the subway, gross. People have hand sanitizers. Did you have on you hand sanitizer? I didn't touch him. So you're assuming that everyone who touched him right away went to hand sanitizer afterwards? Honestly, I don't even wash my hands after the subway. I just, like, will go to work and I'll have my breakfast. And I'm fine. So you're just eating, like, piss particles and jizz and poops? Yeah, remember that story about the guy that hung a condom, a used condom full of cum? (laughs) It was there for, like, a week. Yeah, it was just hanging on the F train. Did not bother you? Maybe that was Noah. Oh, shit. 
She's on her way to work. She's like, wait, something doesn't feel right. And she reaches into her pants. She's like, oh. I, I never, to- like, I never liked, um, I never really cared about washing my hands when I got off the train. My wife made me a fucking maniac about it. Like, I, I come off the train, because she tells me about all this stuff. Oh, okay. Then, you know, she's right, honestly. It's not like her being a germaphobe or something. No, the subway is filthy and disgusting. Yeah. Ugh. But filled with so many interesting creatures. I try not to touch anything now when I'm yeah. on the train. Like, you have to sometimes. Yeah, it's tough not to. Well, when I you just have don't a think seat, about it. When you have a the, seat, you're the, not really touching anything. And also, the human body is amazing at, at fighting bacteria and stuff. So. Even still, if you could prevent, why not? You just wash your hands. It's not that hard. Well, what if you're? What if it's a crowded? I'm not saying wash your hands while you're on the train. I'm uh, just saying after you get off the subway, you wash your hands. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's all. And don't I mean, like lick your fingers while you're on the train and like, you know, lick the floor and stuff like that. I know what you're into, Rob. Oof. Rob's not into that kind of sharing. Start rubbing <laughs> your chest against the subway doors. Speaking of licking, this is a true story. Uh, a doctor has been arrested for, uh, well, here's two headlines. I had to make sure it was true, Noah. See, that's <laughs> here's the thing. When when, when uh, we're don't pick on Noah. When we're when we're uh, sending out links, and Wait, there's, there's so, so wild. Tell me about like that mugshot though on that morgue penis article because that, that that was a legit mugshot they had the peens in the picture no it was just a mugshot of a crazy looking dude <laughs> yeah. i mean they could have just found it it could be any mugshot but he definitely looks like a dude that would have three <laughs> well that's why they use that mugshot. penises well here the first one is doctor sexually assaulted patient swallowed semen and said take it as a sign of appreciation the second headline, doctor ar- arrested for making patient ejaculate into his mouth during prostate exam. Oh, Wait, so he, like, how does he have that skill? Because I feel like if the guy felt like he was getting violated or, like, in a weird situation, yeah. there's no way he Disengage would Disengage and leave the room. Hold on. Get, say again what he did. Well, the victim. I won't Pat Roberts. Well. 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 <laughs> he visited uh, him uh, because he was diagnosed with... Prostatesis? Prostatus? Prostituska? Prostatus. Uh, Is that a type of cold cut? Prostituska? I hope so. <laughs> Professorska? <laughs> Professorska. Oh, Vladimir sorry. Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. <laughs> pew, pew, Putin. <laughs> Is there a Putin? It's not Putin, is it? It's Putin. Putin. Vladimir Putin. Putin. Vladimir Putin. Putin. So it's like he's making an effort to do it, but he's doing it wrong still? Yeah. Yep. Why bother then? (laughs) Just say Vladimir Putin. Because you have to show Vladimir Putin that you're making an effort. So make more of an effort and get it right. Yeah, fuck yeah. Vladimir Putin. What's what's the deal with these like evil dictators having like American best friends that are like our shittiest C-list celebrities. <laughs> well, what's he gonna get? Dennis yeah. Rodman and Kim Jong Un. Yeah. I'll tell you like, why, because these guys aren't that well off and they get treated like a king at these countries yeah, so they're like, like, oh, I'll hang out. They're nice to me. He's like Katie Shaw, Brooklyn Girls. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. Putin. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. Putin. Like Trump, he always he always looks like a butthole. Vladimir Putin. I want to say Steven Seagal, one of the finest actors this country has produced. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. Okay, so the story claims that we're on back on this doctor. Don't worry. I was waiting for that. So, for this condition to be examined, it involves a massaging of the prostate All right. for a fluid sample. Did he touch his nips while this was going on? <laughs> There's no mention of nip Rob's making an appointment. <laughs> it was alleged that the victim was asked to strip and go on his hands and knees. That's a, ba- that's a bad sign. That's a bad sign. But can I just sit on the... No! However, Dr. Fox is alleged to have continued oh, to, <laughs> to have touched his victim's penis after the sample was taken, and he became semi-erect. Uh, how, does the, how do we know that? How do we know that he became semi-erect? Dr. That, Fox. Well, I'm guessing that's the patient. The, yeah. Oh, okay. I From thought the, maybe he had his junk because, Oh, I'm sure he was fully erect the whole time. Because, you know, you can get an erection for prostate simulation, Darren. That's okay. a thing. I just want to. I'm not that I'm into it now. What did Doctor Toad have to say about this? Doctor Fox, <laughs> after the uh, uh, victim became semi-erect, Nurse Rabbit, come in here. I need some help with the patient. Doctor Fox told him, "I think we're getting it," and continued to touch him. Uh, the prosecutor said it was at this point that Doctor Fox took his penis and placed it in his mouth and sucked it. The, the use of the his is, is very confusing here. Uh, it was he at this took point the, the patient's mouth took, in his own took mouth. Took the patient's a penis dick, yeah. and placed it in his, the doctor's mouth, and sucked it. Okay. Uh, the complainant was... Complainant. Complainant was shocked by this. <laughs> what are you doing? He touched Dr. Fox's shoulder in a bit to stop. After a short period, he ejaculated in Dr. Fox's mouth. Uh, you must stop this immediately. I, um, uh, I, uh, I, uh, hold on. I right. actually keep doing it. Yeah, no. just a few more seconds. <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's still, it's, I guess. Yeah, this new season of Will and Grace is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> here's a great, here's a great quote. He did not see what Dr. Fox did with the semen uh, in his mouth, gargle. but it's his belief that Dr. Fox swallowed it. Oh, well, <laughs> if you didn't see, how can you be sure? The victim told police that the doctor said, take it as a sign of appreciation, uh, but he felt confused and angry. <laughs> was, was the doctor's finger still in his butthole while all this was happening? Uh, I'm guessing probably, that, maybe. How, that, it would be such a difficult position to be in. Listen. I, you, didn't, you left out a part of that, uh, that article. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it says the complainant uh, replied on Yelp that he was not a fan of this kind of sharing. <laughs> oh, yeah. There it is. I, I must, it was under an ad, so I missed it. Worst but, doctor ever. Like the, doc, the doctor was doing this to get a sperm sample? I think he was no, doing it for someone to ulterior motive. No, but no, I'm saying the originally pro- the process started in order no, to get No, it's a, like a prostate fluid sample. But I get, so he was kept 
massaging his prostate after he got the sample. Oh, okay. And then the guy got hard from it. Because I was going to say, after all that, if they needed a sperm sample, the doctor fucking swallowed it. It's like, maybe the least you could do is do the fucking test after all this. No, no, no. no, We'll have it out in eight hours. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Anyway. But seriously, Rob, when's your appointment? I've never gotten a prostate exam. What are you waiting for? You're getting up there in age. Well, they say you don't have to do it anymore. You have to, I mean, you have to get it screened in other ways, but you don't have to get the hand up the pooper. Oh, really? Yeah. I've been to, well, I've been to three doctors in the last couple of years and I'm over 40 and they, one of them is, there was only one that, and he was like 89 years old. (laughs) And this was when I went for a kidney stone. So he just examined me and he's like, I want to look in your rectum. So he just did it on the spot. Like, you know what I mean? It was a flashlight. Uh, I don't know what he did back there, honestly. I so talked you, about this on the show. You just dropped your pants and bent over? Yeah. No, I didn't really even bend over. It was just a little, maybe like a little crack. Rob is going for his breast exam because yes. of all the nipple play. He's into it. For mm. fun. Oh, but, my uh, God. I talked about that on the show, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought you so. Did. I, just, I just had the question, mm-hmm. and I wanted it answered right here as opposed to going back to the archives, which our listeners can do. That was two years ago already. It's time for another one. It's like almost to the day, two years, is when I got that well, that kidney stone. It was September. It's a little oh, later. Oh, ouch. Yeah. I, didn't re- I don't remember the part where you got a kidney stone. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. That was terrible. Don't recommend it. <laughs> Did we talk about this Maury episode with the white woman who transitioned into a black woman? No. Not on the air. We talked about it briefly, privately, I think. Is this Rachel Dolezal? It's, no, it's no, worse. Different it's one, so no. much worse. Her name is Martina Big. Well, Rachel Dol can I just say before we talk about that, Rachel Dolezal uh, transitioned into like a respectful image of a black person. Oh, this is like... Whether you think you know. it's wrong for her to do that or not is a side issue, but you yeah. can at least say she was a teacher yeah. and a businesswoman and promoting like black issues. Yeah. And This is not the same oh, thing. Oh, no. This is like she transitioned into a, a Maury Povich version of a black woman. Worse than a oh, Maury no. Povich. Like a blackface version of uh, a yeah, Maury Povich. What white people who hate Maury Povich guests think of Maury Povich oh, guests is what she had turned into. Maury Social City. Oh, I have the voice. I don't think we're going to pick it up from this. my next guest, Martina, when she was a young teen. Now, at this age... Martina desperately wanted to look like Pamela Anderson. Martina looks like essentially a 15-year-old Aryan girl. Yes. <laughs> like just. Yeah. So after She's 10 years and several cosmetic surgeries, Martina transformed her looks into this. A porn star. With Not, huge but she tits, wasn't like two done. basketballs. For yes. Six months ago, Martina made worldwide headlines were their most shocking transformation yet through chemical injections and body modification, Martina now considers herself a black woman. And now her tits are like giant basketball, whereas yeah. before they were like dodgeballs. Yeah, no. and why is that a part of or being like black? Yo- or like yoga, <laughs> like yoga balls, you know? They're like beach balls. Yeah, okay, now. yeah, even Seems better. Seems like she has multiple issues going on. And when From she comes out... Martina Big can- you could see her side boob, and because she's so thin, the skin, it's just, yeah. oh, it's just ripply. so gross. Is it that ripply kind of It's like on its last like, stretch. It's Barely holding it yeah. together, Captain. Yeah. Remember, she never felt comfortable in her own skin. And by the way, I want to mention, she looked 
fine. Yeah. She. She looks like a regular person. A regular, like not unattractive. Not there's nothing necessarily uniquely attractive about her, but she's fine. I wanted to look like a Barbie. I want to create a more beautiful body, what is like that a Barbie accent? with long blonde hairs and long legs. That sounds like Swedish. To me. I don't know. But. Martina German. began to but you would think plastic surgery. No, no. Oh. but you would Anderson. think that she. You know, if you're going all out to fucking make your skin brown to be a black woman, wouldn't you like learn to speak in that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, uh, like not sound like an Aryan. She's just woman. doing this for Instagram. You should just fast forward to when she comes out. I think. Okay. And she tries to explain herself. Uh, this is a, this has to be like you're walking into a. a an audience full of like ninety percent black people. Wouldn't they I mean, be flattered? She wants to join the club. That, well, mean, she's presenting it as she's not laughing at them. I'm yeah. saying the audience is being very patient. Like yeah. even though they're hooting yeah. and hollering, but like well, they're. Well, it's a Mori audience. I mean, like. Uh, okay, but I mean, you know, if someone was insulting me like that, I might want to run up there and tip the chair over. This photo, Martina. Yeah. What was? Yeah. What's wrong with that woman? Nothing. She looks beautiful. Yeah. So what was wrong with that person? She talks like a poodle. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna <laughs> say, she sounds like a small dog. Vladimir Putin. <laughs> like myself, but I also like to do photos. But on the photos, I can see if you have the curves of Pamela Anderson, yeah. you, the photos would be much more better. So, so you By the way, she's wearing a like chain Pamela that says Anderson. black girls rock. Oh, on boy. It. Because you like her curves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then you became what you thought was Pamela Anderson. A little bit more. But now, looking like Pamela Anderson wasn't enough for you. Yeah, I'm creating myself an extreme real-life Barbie. What, what happened here? What, what, what did you do? 90 seconds. Oops. Is this a new yes, thing, like a Maury thing? Um, because my main social sit-down? Yes. I got porcelain vanis on my teeth. Yes. I get my first lip oh. fillers. And then I, in um, summer, I got a liposuction. Forgot also from the waist, the yeah. hips, and the legs to get long Barbie legs. Yeah. And in December... Long Barbie legs? <laughs> 12, I got this implant set. It's really yes. stretchy. Yes. And well, didn't you, wh- wh- when did you get injections to look darker? This January, also in middle of January, I got three injections in the belly, and after the first week, you can see oh, going the, darker, darker, you and darker. Imagine getting but injected in the stomach, Martina. Can you imagine just getting injected and having you your co- skin person? color change yes. every day? Uh, Why would anybody want this? Mental illness. Sammy yeah. Sosa did it. <laughs> yeah, the other way. Really? Yeah, he's white now. You haven't seen this? Who? I don't think he is intentionally like go back. Well, he doesn't admit he did it, but he's completely a white man now. You haven't seen him. Looking off right. He now. denies it. He still looks that way. Yes. I thought it was yeah. like a temporary no. thing. Wow. Who is is he a baseball player? Yeah. yeah. He's a, a great famous baseball player. Wow. 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 Yeah. I caramba. He's Am I right. Oh, Something wow. wrong with him. He did what Michael Jackson did, basically. Why? Oh, God and he got knows. he got like. Uh, Contact. I guess they're probably contact. Show Noah what Sammy Sosa looked like before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like before and after. All right, but let's hear a little more of this. Rob just wants to stare at her boobs. Do you think that her nipples feel any? There's I don't think nothing. Nothing. She nothing feels appealing nothing. about she feels that nothing. in yeah. any way. There's nothing appealing oh, physically not. about her. No, that's just before or after this this black thing. 
lot. I know. You have to learn a lot. Yeah. I see. You know, you know, Martina, everybody who's watching this, who is a person of color, are going to say, it's you. not just skin deep. I mean, it's- I have to, this is like the most Maury has ever like been involved in a segment. Like offered Usually, an opinion. He just reads the paternity test and like lets the rest. That's happen. not true. He always he shits on all the all the men. I, th- I feel like. He oh whenever the guys don't take are you gonna be in this child's life doesn't he always say that I mean well, I'm that's not like a backstage at the end no he does it on the stage like I want to make sure that if this test result comes back you are the father you know like he's sh- be in this child's life I feel like his whole thing is shaming them no true I don't know maybe I'm wrong I don't really watch Maury anyway that's why I don't understand is this a new thing that he does like is he yeah I don't know. Because I used to be paternity tests, cheating, and then once in a while they'll have like a guy come on with pets, like Wait, animals or in something. In the second yeah. hour, or the, the second segment, Sammy Sosa comes out and they find out he's the father. <laughs> so, that's why they're that's tying why. it all yeah. together. Do you think you want to learn about the black culture oh, and you God. think you can no. absorb all that? I know. I feel a lot of this stuff. I you feel know. it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I like yeah. juicy. Just because your skin is dark? No. Also, um, I just want to know, like, I, how does I, she um, pay for all those surgeries? I only wanted to have Prostitution? Uh, I think her dad was rich, they said. Prostitutka? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Don't we have voicemails? We do have some voicemails. Okay, we got enough with Martina Big now. Yeah. Sid was dead. Sid needed yeah, to move it's just, on. The, it, the, very, the very, voice was uh, rough to Unappealing to. in every way. Yeah. Hey guys, Kyle calling. Um, I was listening to episode 25 and Rob was telling a caller that his goal or your guys' goal rather was to uh, get on the radio someday. And I want to know if that was actually true. And if so, uh, does it still, is that still your goal today? Um, I feel like you guys would have a lot more fun and be better off doing it like without the support of a radio like a broadcasting station just kind of doing it in your own studio quote unquote anyway i'm rambling but uh other than that i'm curious if you guys have checked out the new primus album and if so what are your thoughts thanks a lot peace uh that i don't know if you it's kind still- of were on the radio you were a dj on yeah. liquid metal you did but i think the show i i feel like uh I don't know if it's like a if it's a goal, but we wouldn't turn it down. I think we're a little more realistic that the what we want is the resources. Yeah, exactly. Not it doesn't necessarily have to be on the radio. It could be like still podcasting, but but if we were going to do like a real radio show, like it would have to be a major commitment. Like we'd have to have you know five days. It would have to be the only thing we do. You know what I mean? Yeah, like we wouldn't. We wouldn't have to. I would want that, and we'd have like a whole like production team behind yeah. us it would yeah. have to pay enough where we don't have to work now um, realistically this will never happen <laughs> like there's I no there's just... not that many outlets well and, right. and the opportunities are very so the chances of it happening are very small well i just feel like that's not the pinnacle of this type of media yeah, anymore, yeah you know? exactly that's sort of a that, that, that's that's kind of what i was trying to get at yeah i think you were just saying we suck and that's uh, no 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 <laughs> that's not what i, I think. You don't I'm like kidding. us i'm kidding uh but uh, I did not listen to the new Primus album yet. Uh, it just came out. But uh, all the singles that I've heard leading up to it sound great. And I'm going to see them on Halloween, which I'm very excited about. Wait, aren't we, don't we have a show on Halloween? Yeah, we do. So? 31st. It's okay. I'll go after. All right. 
or maybe we'll just, I don't know we'll figure it out <laughs> do the show half hour earlier or something like that I'm going to see Primus I'm going to go see them why don't we do the show at Primus <sighs> okay we'll broadcast works. from there yeah I'm not paying for that where's that show outside Brooklyn Steel it's like oh what Steel it's cut. like five blocks away from me it's great <laughs> Steel Cut Primus yeah we got one more hello Metal Injection this is Ross and uh, in keeping theme with the month, I was wondering if you had any horror movies you could recommend that maybe I haven't seen or just what some of your favorites were. Um, yeah, one. Good friend Ross Gnarly asking us horror films. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm more into thrillers. than a, Is a thriller a horror movie? Just pick a fucking movie, man. Uh, one relatively obscure one that I saw a few years ago was Severance that I really liked. It was a British film about a uh, like a corporate retreat that ends up being a, a harm. Like it ends up being like who's a, in that? I feel like I have seen that around, but I haven't actually seen it. Let's see. It's got like some notable actors in it, right? Uh, I don't remember. It was a few did. Not that, not that notable. Oh, 2006. Wow. Came out a while ago. Maybe I'm sure. thinking of something else. Toby Stevens, Claudie Blakely. Claudie? He burped. Is it really Claudie or Claude? Claudie. It's a woman. Hmm. Uh, we just watched Gerald's Game. I don't know if you saw that. No, what? That's no idea Netflix what that is. Netflix original movie, but it's based on a Stephen King book. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's about it's with uh, Carla Gugino. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And what's the guy's name? Commander Pike from the new Star Trek, and uh, he's in a bunch of other stuff too. He was the he was the DA in the OJ movie. He was Gerard Gerard or whatever the hell his name. Gerard Depardieu. No, whatever his name is, that guy. And he was, uh, you know, what I'm talking about, right? I think so. It's like <clears throat> on the tip of my tongue. He, so it's a, a married couple, and they go up to like a a cabin. To like spice up the, because like he works too much and you know uh-huh. that kind of thing, and they bring handcuffs, and it's like he's supposed to do all this shit, and he handcuffs her to the bed, but then she's like, I kind of don't like this, you know, this is let's stop, mm. and he's like, kind of plows on anyway, and she gets really freaked out, and then he has a heart attack and dies, and there's like nobody around to get her out of the handcuffs, uh-huh. so she's trapped with this dead body. And it's like she starts hallucinating and seeing things and huh. it becomes sort of a horror story. Interesting. Excellent book. And it, probably it's, I got to say, it's like in my top five Stephen King adaptations oh, wow. in history. Mm, wow. That a lot of them have sucked, which yeah. is part of the problem. Yeah. But it's very, very, very good. Dreamcatcher is one of the worst movies I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. And that's a good book that I liked a lot. The movie's fucking terrible. Horrendous. Awful. And they changed that thing. That whole shit is oh, really? made up. There's no alien stuff. I mean, there's an alien, but the guy, the the a retarded guy, is not an alien. Okay. Uh, yeah, they they totally appended that. I would say it's messed up that you're giving spoilers, but the movie's so bad it doesn't. Yeah, matter. exactly. Um, the other thing that I liked about Gerald's Game is they sort of had horror elements without these fucking jump scares. Like it, mm. it, it every I think we talked about this, yeah. but every time. You're supposed to be scared. Yeah. There's a fucking musical chord, like, and you yeah. stop. Like the silence is is golden. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think that uh, come to think of it, like the original Alien is one of my favorite. Yeah, movies that whole movie is silent. I never. I only watched for the first time recently, 
and I made sure to like you know turn out all the light. Like I really set the mood for it, and I got. I mean, obviously, I got baked, but. I have never been more freaked out by nothing. Yeah. By like, like there was nothing going on on screen. Like, just the tension of knowing yep. what's going to happen. Yep, exactly. It's a lost art. Just so, so great. Another one like that is The Thing. You ever see The Thing? No, but I will check it out. Because I, I, no movie has ever made me feel like Alien. Yeah. And, and I was so impressed with it. I'm totally down to the thing is like the same thing using the uh, the environment to freak you out rather than like sounds and there is gore in it but like it's all done yeah. with practical effects like there's no CGI yeah I'm into it's that. all models and crap and it's it is gory but they pick their spots and the, it's all ambiance that really builds the tension in that movie fantastic movie what about you what about you Noah any horror movie you, you like horror like- <sighs> yeah but I just I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I've watched recently or that I can... I mean, I'm sure you've seen, like, Zombie and all that stuff. Is that what about uh, any, like, obscure Korean movies or whatever? Or Italian horror films? Uh, I really Holocaust. like I Saw the Devil. But, you know, I don't... I, I mean, if it's about, like, like a killer, is that considered a horror movie? Or is it more like monsters? Mm. But I Saw the Devil. What was your all-time favorite horror movie... Or franchise, like as a kid, what was your go-to's? The Shining. Oh, another Stephen King book. He hates that movie, by the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I it's I think it's a great, great, great movie, but it's really like doesn't do service to the book because mm. the book has so much other shit in it. That's not. It's he just went in his own, you know. Yeah, Stanley but you Kubrick can't fuck direction. with Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, pretty Once much. Once he gets a hold of something, it's going to be his thing. Yeah, but it is a great, great movie. Yeah. All right, there you go, Ross. I guess I don't get to give an answer. Did you give an answer? Oh, you no, you said Dream Cancer. Like it was terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't really have any favorite horror movies. No, I'm not there, huge there into it. No. But <laughs> there is a comedy. One of my favorite comedies of all time is a horror movie parody. It's a parody of like 80s slasher films. It's called Student Bodies. Mm-hmm. And it is one of the funniest fucking movies. It's so good. It's by this guy who's like a writing partner of Woody Allen for like Woody Allen's oh. early, like really slapsticky kind of movies. Oh. Yeah. And it's but sort of like a scary movie, but like an early 80s version that's actually a lot funnier. That was on WHT all the time when yeah. I was a kid. It was, yeah. it's, it's something I like randomly saw in like Cinemax at like two in the morning one night, like 20 <laughs> years ago. I'm like, this is the funniest fucking thing ever. There's no known actors in it. It's like a completely no name cast, but it's fucking hilarious. How about Toxic Avenger? Does that count as a horror movie? Sure. Great movie. Those trauma movies all count, I feel like. Fantastic. Yeah. Cannibal Holocaust. Everyone rush out and see that. Mm. <laughs> I've never seen that one. Oh, uh, we! I remember Sid, you and I watched one the the Poultry Geist. Oh, oh so good. Yeah. I mean, that's all com- yeah. like there's yeah. comedy horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of the comedy horror subgenre. I really yeah. enjoy that. Shaun of the Dead. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Shaun of the Dead. That That's turns out one. to be like a real horror movie in the middle of it. You know? Yeah, it, movie that movie always gives me nightmares, like zombie nightmares. They really dispense with the comedy. Like forty five minutes into it, it just becomes like a like a straight horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a recent one that I saw, I'm, I'm sure you've probably seen it, Ross. But uh, Green Room, so good. It's such a. I mean, like again, more of a thriller, I guess, than a horror movie, but. Patrick Stewart plays a, a, a yeah. neo-Nazi, and he does a fin- fantastic job. A top-notch neo-Nazi. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's honestly the most believable horror movie I've ever seen, in that the horror is that you could really see something like this happening. Right. 
mm-hmm. where and the the basic you know the the basic premise is that the band this band plays a gig and they don't realize that the gig they're playing is at like a neo-Nazi hangout right and then the horror movie starts from there I'm not gonna give out anything more but great that's kind of how I feel about Hostel which is I a, a much maligned uh, movie that I happen to think is really great yeah I like the first one the uh, second one second was just gore what well, was the same movie but yeah. they just well, like go- yeah. more gory yeah. more focused on the porn and less focused on the the story yeah first one had a really good story and it was believable and it could you could see it happening right know? so I that's that's why I really like that film oh fuck I was gonna say something else too and now I don't remember Years of weed. Well, you can you have eight days to think about it. <laughs> That's right. Because you can next hear us next Thursday from seven to nine p.m. Eastern. That's four to six p.m. Pacific time. Noah. Thank you. And uh, during the second hour, we will have Corpse Grinder George Fisher, the singer yeah. of Cannibal Corpse, sitting in for the entire hour. You'll be able to talk to him. If you can't listen live and want to ask a question, you can email the question, hatemail at metalinjection.net. You can leave a voicemail. You can record a voice memo. Email it. Or uh, send a carrier pigeon. Hmm. Otherwise... Listen to us live and call us next week. And uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash metalinjectionlivecast. Twitter.com slash livecast. And uh, we're all we're on Twitter. I'm Rob Injection. Noah is Noah Injection. Sid is Bland Injection. If you listen to us on iTunes, please give us a rating and a review. We'd really appreciate that. Darren, play us out. Hi, I'm Bruce McCullough. I'd like to tell you about the Daves I know. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. David Hoffner, he works in my dad's store. He's worked for 12 years, he'll probably work here for more. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. David Gord, I've known since I was six. In grade he broke his leg, so we got drunk and sick. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. Some of them are David, but most of us are Dave's. They all have their own hands, but they come from different months. <laughs> These are the days I know and know. These are the days I know. These are the days I know and know. These are the days I know. Dave man, this cat can swing. He weighs almost 50 pounds and he delivers my paper on time. These are the days I know and know. These are the days I know. These are the days I know and know. These are the days I know. Dave Capistano, I hardly know him. These are the days I know and know. These are the days I know. These are the days I know and know. These are the days I know. We are the days he knows and knows. We are the days he knows. We are the days he knows and knows. We are the days he knows. Some of us are days, but most of us are days. We all have our own hands, but we come from different moms. These are the days I know, I know. We are 
Hey, 